Welcome to Free Fall RC Podcast. Welcome to another episode of Free Fall RC Podcast. I'm Steve, and here with me is Kevin. Hey, y'all. <laughs> Andy. <laughs> hey, now. <laughs> Ian. Hey, what's up, guys? And we have a special hey, guest y'all. on... Oh, man. <laughs> and we have a special <laughs> guest on the show, Steve Shaw. Good evening from sunny South Florida, y'all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is episode 298. Florida Kings and the Queen. I'm used right. to throwing Steve off. Nice. I didn't know uh, Kevin was going to throw me off. <laughs> With the intro. And then Ian stuttered and threw me off. Yeah, Ian just screwed up everything. As yeah. normal. Well, that's, yeah. that's given. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, let's catch up with everyone's week. <laughs> Who would like to go first? I guess uh, Ian I should go, go first. first. Yeah, yeah, considering I did everything differently than what you guys eventually did. So. Um, I worked like crazy, uh, did not fly. Uh, I did get an estimate done on the Jeep for the repairs, which, uh, uh, it's, it's a little up there, but at least I'm not paying for it. Um, I got internet and cable finally. All right. Uh, yeah. Uh, what kind of got me jumping on the ball on that is, uh, well, uh, Kevin McGrady actually talked talk to me about uh maybe starting uh some courses for it so i'm gonna give that a shot so i figured well better go ahead and get on the ball i had like four choices for as far as internet and cable providers so i ended up finding one that's like gonna suit my needs they had a special going on so it's like okay yeah sure uh got that all hooked up um again been working like crazy and i finally got around to buying some nitro uh, turns out the hot, the hobby shop that's like maybe a few miles down the road actually had like a few, uh, gallons of, uh, cool power left, which I was excited just for the fact that it was cool power. I'm not a fan of VP. I never have been. Um, so it's like, they, they told me, it's like, yeah, we get this stuff done all the time. He's like, we're, you know, he's like, we're usually down to the like last couple gallons by the time we get another shipment and then he's like if you want to make a custom order you can and you know they said that they you know they can get it in fairly quickly so it's like hell yeah so it's like i'll be getting nitro from them for now on but i still visit the hobby shop that's up north of me you know because i go over there you know get tools or whatever stuff but it's like i would shop from either one to be honest um you're there so is spoiled. A you have two hobby shops. I know. Most of us I don't know. have any. Mm. I know. Right. And yeah. it's like for the longest time, it's like there for a while. Like the last time I had to go through like a drought as far as like nitro and everything, like both hobby shops didn't have any. And it's like I talked to the hobby shop up north and it's like, well, there's Morgan Fuels and there's, you know, VP. And they eventually got into VP, but I guess they're having a a hard time getting in the orders on a regular basis that they just decided to just go ahead and drop VP. So it's like right now they're kind of outsourcing for another, you know, there's not much out there. That's no, I, I told them, 
Yeah. Yeah, I told him that it's like the uh, the only other option is Morgan Fields, which I would honestly prefer that. And so they're going to see about that, but this this hobby shop here has nitro, so it's like yes. So I think next week when I get paid, I'll go ahead and order me a case, just a uh, stockpile it. What'd you pay for what, uh, uh, what percentage? I got thirty percent. Um, I ended up paying fifty three dollars, and it was like fifty. <sighs> yeah, it's up there. Oh man! So it's how much are you going to sell a case for? Is you that with tax or before uh, tax? I think it's like ten. Um, it was fifty eight. Uh, with tax. <sighs> Almost sixty bucks. Damn. Damn, dude. Yeah, but it's like I'll save like ten or fifteen percent buying a case. You know, just by buying the case. But that's, you know, I'm not for sure if that's including the hazmat fee or not. I'm not for sure if they're even gonna waive that or you know or stick it to the customer. But either way, I, mean, I think that thing. I think the price of selling it is including hazmat that they're paying. Yeah. So either way, I mean, yeah. when you buy the actual case, I mean, they, they told me that, you know, if you buy four gallons, like right then and there, you get case price. So that's yeah. cool. Okay. Uh, other than that, that's about pretty much all, all I've done all week. Other than, you know, just I picked up some extra shifts at the nursing job. Uh, they needed some help on the floor because... They had a resident that was a little hard for one aide to take care of and then take care of everybody else. So I got to sit, you know, bedside with a, a resident. So I was able to actually get some stuff done on my phone that, you know, yeah, I've been slacking quite a bit because of the move and then settling in and all that stuff. So I was able to get some stuff done. Um, yeah, that's all I got. Did Shaggy make a recommendation for your Internet provider? And do you have to get up on the roof and turn the antenna? No, I do not. Um, I, I I don't believe I have the same internet provider as he does. I mean, my internet's like great, and What'd it's you get? really. Uh, I got Spectrum. Okay, what what speeds? I'm curious. Um, I'll have to look for sure. I think he it's like. Uh, yeah, I'm not that tech savvy. Well, I mean, you're gonna speed. go into IT, then you better be tech savvy, dude. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Twenty four hundred baht. Hey, I don't. I I know how to turn on the. Computer. He doesn't know anything know about to, the I uh, in you IT. You need to know more than how to turn on a computer. <laughs> I know how to, to be use an IT the computer, dude. and I know how to cuss at it when it's not doing what I want it to do. Oh, oh you're not gonna make it an IT dude. Dude, all you gotta know is a. Did you restart your computer? Yeah, have you tried turning it off and on again? Yeah. <laughs> call call us back, and then when they call back, you just don't answer. That's all you gotta do. Yeah. <laughs> really all it does. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> I think it is one. To be honest, I think it's one G because it is high speed. I mean, I, my phone hasn't had one any G? problems. One gigawatt? Yeah. What is that? Gigawatt? It's like one gig. I mean, that's all I understood of it. I mean, it's like as gigabit long as it's like, gigabyte. Gigabit. I think. Okay. I don't know. I mean, it's high speed. I mean, yeah. What's your upload? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, just I'm just messing with you. Oh, I know, I know. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not really all that tech savvy, so that's why I really kind of need. I'm that. really not all that tech savvy. I think I'm gonna try to get into IT. Uh, no, <laughs> wait a minute. Why, wait why a minute. Don't you try AV. If, if you're not tech savvy, you got good management yeah. potential. You can say I got really good staff. All right, there you go. There you go. Or all else yeah. fails, go into AV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Be the AV yeah. guy. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, shit. I hooked up everything myself. Like, we just do. We do everything. Yeah. Wait, did you just yeah, say I fuck. everything myself? I plugged in the power and I plugged in the, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, I made the phone cable. Call? 
Yeah, it's like I could be the cable guy. It's like I used to hook my own shit up years ago when you could. I had two right. cables and they only fit in one hole, so it was pretty easy. Yeah. But no, it's like um, you know they asked if they if I wanted a technician to come out and do it, it'd be like next week, and it's like no, I just send me the address for a location. I'll pick the shit up and hook it myself, and that's exactly what I did. I and mean, it was easy. Just, does your cable does your cable modem go like this? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. You don't have to put your phone on a handset or anything, right? You don't have to put your phone on a little. You got pad the one where dial. he had to go get an old timey phone, and so he could stick the receiver on the. Right, that's, that's what, what I mean. Steve's you put the receiver about. on the yeah. top. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah I'm, I'm borrowing Shaggy's old phone to. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. That's Shaggy's. You're on the right. You're on the right track. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, how he signs up to fucking Discord, I mean, he uses the rotary. Yep. Nice. All right. <laughs> All right, guys. I guess it's your time, your turn for uh, your all's week because it sounds like you guys had way more fun than I did. Well, I did something outside of going to the yeah, let's hear Queen so City. So did I. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, should I do? go first? Yeah, oh. go for it. I got a call from. Rob McToon McClellan, and uh, he was talking to me about some parts he had for 690 and for a Glogo. He said, hey, man, I was going to list these, but I figured, well, we had talked like a year or two ago about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said, uh, do you want them? And I said, yeah, I want them. Yeah, he said, I'll throw everything in a box and ship it down. And I was like, all right. Uh, and, you know, we came upon a price which was extremely reasonable. And uh, I got the package yesterday, I think, or... Yeah, yesterday, I think it was. And I took it out to the garage man, and he gave me a complete 690, like, frame, everything, even nuts nice. and bolts and and nice. the lo- logo side pieces, uh, a bunch of mm-hmm. battery trays, a canopy, which I desperately ah, needed. Ah, yes, you never needed Sweet. that, yes. <laughs> yeah, and two, uh, and a bunch of other stuff and two, two tanks, fuel tanks. Mm-hmm. So with the main parts that I have now, I could probably build another 690. Uh, need some things here and there, like mm-hmm. swash and maybe some tail parts and some. Just keep it for parts. Maybe some head parts. I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to see what I'm. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do with it. I got a motor that's specifically for a 690, so I might just build mm. another one. Right. But who knows? Cool. So that's what I did. Thank you. I got to give him a shout out. Thank you, Rob. For the awesome. great deal, and when I saw, like, when it got here and I saw what was in it, I was like, "Dude, let me pay for shipping." I don't know, you know. I'll just. And he was like, "No, don't worry about it." I was like, "Too late. I already sent it." <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. uh, I really appreciated it. So thanks, That's Rob. Awesome. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. So what'd you do, Steve? I joined the club. Which uh, Steve? Which Steve you're talking about? Florida Steve. Steve. Steve Y. Stevie. Oh, okay, sorry, Steve Y. Stevie. Yeah, we're just gonna call you Florida man. Yeah, Florida man. Yeah, we don't want to call you the SS. There's some Germans that might get that mixed up. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Yeah, so I joined a club. I did join the uh, Mid-VA or Virginia um, Mm -hmm. Flying Club. Um, I got voted in uh, this past Thursday. And, yeah, I got my membership card and my key to the gate. So it's official. I can go fly there whenever I want now. Nice. Nice. Awesome. Dude. Yeah. Which is 20 minutes away. So, yeah, I'm like stoked. That's great. But um, besides that, uh, 
I bought a Neo off of someone on Facebook, so I should be picking that up this weekend as well. Um, I don't know. I don't even know why I bought it. Like, I don't need it. Give it I have to like Kevin. two Neos, but... Yeah, give it to me. Mm, you do need it, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah maybe. But uh, yeah, so I bought another Neo just in case if the uh, the Neo I had on the gasser was kind of, you know, having issues, I'll say. Um, then at least I have a spare so to replace that yeah. while I get that shipped out or something. So, um, but beyond that, uh, yeah, Queen City stuff. So, yeah, who want to go next? Did you do anything besides Queen City, Andy? No. Kevin needs a Neo bad because I'm afraid the AA batteries might fall out of his transmitter when he's trying <laughs> to fly his Logo 550. That would suck. So, yeah, or like double A's just go dead, you know? Yeah, <laughs> throw themselves. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, no, Kevin. I did a few things beside Queen City. What did you do, Mister Shaw, Florida? Oh, I can't well, wait to hear this. I had a very, I had a very stressful week. Actually, last weekend before y'all did your last show, I went to the field on Saturday to fly, and I had uh, a uh, failure in flight. And I thought, oh man, it sucks. And as it turned out, uh, my motor just quit, and so I had to do an auto. Which I wasn't, uh, I never like those right now because they don't practice the way you guys do and fly awesome. Uh, but anyway, it was successful auto, kind of a little bit of a hard landing, but I did a little evaluation, figured things out, thought, okay, I'm going to take it home, take it apart, take a look and see what's going on. Thought it was either the motor or the ESC. And so Sunday went out to the field, did a nice little uh, fly down the field and everything was good. And several people were watching and thought, man, that's pretty cool. And uh, a couple new people out there, and within about the first minute, maybe about the first 40 seconds of the flight, I uh, flipped over, inverted, then I did a roll, did a uh, a turn at about uh, maybe 20 feet above the ground, and immediately the motor died. And I thought, I thought oh. anyway, and I thought that really does bite. And another successful auto, which was good. Um, then I thought, okay, for the next three or four days, I got to figure out, can I get something done with this helicopter? Or how many other of my helicopters am I going to get ready to actually uh, have flyable for the Queen City event? And a lot of stress, man. So much stress. But that's a whole other story. We'll talk more about that. Uh, fortunately, I got the problem figured out. And I got up to Queen City, replaced the one-way bearing, and life was good. I uh, did a little bit of yard mowing that morning. I wish that Kevin would have come over a little bit earlier. I had uh, front-end backyard to mow a little bit of edging and weeding. But uh, just just getting ready. And the packing, uh, Kevin will tell you about the trip, man. The trip was awesome, but uh, that's all I got. You had so many helis to pack, it took a while. Yeah, well, I decided at the last minute, Andy, that's a good good question, Andy. I decided at the last minute I was going to put everything else on hold and just uh, just think a lot about what might have gone wrong with the, uh, the Black Thunder. But, uh, you know, it's flying good now. I don't know how many listeners out there were able to see through the audio tapestry that was being weaved in front of you, but <laughs> what happened and it, what it came down to was Steve wanted to diagnose his problem and get a few helicopters going and then notice that the one-way bearing was repaired at the fun fly. Just wanted people to take note of that. Yeah, he said he had three, four days to figure out the problem and then he fixed it at the event. But he was very happy. I'm glad we got to the bottom of it. Yeah. Or he got to the got, bottom of it. I got, that was the short version. I got responsibilities, guys. That was the short version? 
<laughs> Holy shit. Oh, man. And I, I must say, on, and I'm not going to talk about the details, but on the way to Charlotte, I just happened to listen to the last week's podcast. And Andy, you were wrong, man. We did get into Georgia, but we'll, we'll talk more about that. I know. I was wrong. I can't believe it. Oh, man. Ian, where's your where's your button for that one, man? I don't have one. Andy, push oh. the button. I'm an idiot. That button? <laughs> no. Not the right button. <laughs> That's yeah. the only button I have. <laughs> All right. So let's move on to the main topic then, huh? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I guess let's talk about the journey to the event. Um, you guys left first, right? You guys left on Thursday, I heard? Thursday night. Yeah. So tell us about that. It was actually Thursday afternoon, Mr. Tesner. Well, Thursday afternoon, yes. Thursday evening. Well, I got to Steve's house. I don't know what time I got to this house. About 5.30, I think it was. And his wonderful wife had snacks and everything ready to go for us and had food on a, on a little plate. And we were eating and munching uh, while Steve was getting stuff, some more stuff ready and loaded up to Steve's you know, truck and, and, uh, made our way up North and it was pretty uneventful. We got to, nice. uh, I don't know if I'm leaving anything out, Steve. I, I brought my 690, my Oxy five and my 550. Uh, Steve had his black thunder and, uh, yeah, that's what we brought. And we headed out uneventful ride. We got up to Brunswick, Georgia by about 1030. I think it was. We got out of Florida, I don't know, three hours. Nice. And, uh, yeah, and stayed over in Brunswick. And then, it was, it was actually ahead. like a four hour drive out of Florida. It takes a long time to get to the was border. It? Yeah. Maybe, maybe not quite that long, but it seemed like it took forever. And I kept asking Kevin, are we there yet? But uh, of course we, we weren't. Weren't you and the one driving? Uh, <laughs> I don't remember, Andy. It was a blur. I was driving and, and drinking and just trying to figure out where the next uh, <laughs> oh, where the next place was to pee. So it, it was it was all good though. Sorry, go ahead, Kevin. No, no, I was going to say then the next day we got up and uh, left, and then we ran into a little bit of a, uh, as some people would say, a kerfuffle with uh, Steve's <laughs> ancient Garmin that's built into the dashboard, and I think it was. Programmed by Lewis and Clark back in the day or something. I don't know. It didn't have <laughs> the all famous the, expedition. Didn't have all the uh, the new updates to uh, like Waze has. So mm-hmm. kind of took us to these back roads, but it was cool. We got you know we got scenic we route. got up there, but we got the scenic route. Yeah, we went through mm-hmm. Kershaw and Bumblebee and Dust Bowl or something else, North Carolina. And don't so you're not using your phone with Google Maps or Waze or Anything from this century? Well, I did once. I was once we were into the second day, and it was like hour six and a half, and we still weren't there. I was like, maybe I should look at Waze because this uh, something doesn't look right. I don't know if we were in Kentucky at that point or <laughs> what. Up, right? <laughs> but yeah, well, no, it just took us a back road, and I had my my phone out, but you know, there's multiple routes because it's mainly. I don't know. There is a there is a major highway there, but it kind of goes up around and into Charlotte, and there was a lot of traffic up that way. So we were like, "Ah, we'll just take the back roads," and it was all right. It just took a little bit longer to get there. 
Yeah, I actually got to interject. I really wanted to go straight to Charlotte, which my navigation system said was the quickest way. And Kevin said, no, let's don't do that because it looks like there are ways so there might be a little bit of slowness. And I said, okay, we'll pick one of the alternates in. And man, oh man, we just kept going and going through West by God, Virginia, Virginia, Southern Pennsylvania, I believe Southern Ohio. We went through uh, Akron, almost went to the Air Force Museum again, Andy, which you could uh, tell us about. Uh-huh. And eventually we got on the right track to go back to Charlotte. And I thought we would never get there, but we did. We got our goal was to get there before sunset. I thought at first we're going to have to revise it sunrise, but we did get there long before sunset, I might add. And the fun was just getting started. Yeah. Nice. And then what about you, Andy? You you left on Friday, right? Uh, well, kind of. I left my house Friday evening, pretty late. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was so okay. So my original plan was to throw one heli in the back of the truck, maybe two, a couple yeah. batteries in the transmitter, no charger, just nothing, yeah. and just drive down there like Friday night or, or really early Saturday morning, spend the day mm-hmm. and spend the night in the car or whatever, and come yeah. back Sunday. Well, but then the kids they decided they wanted to go, which was cool. Mm-hmm. Except that it made uh, everything about a thousand times more complicated because at that point I needed to take the camper. Mm-hmm. And I did, I was pretty sure I was going to go when we recorded last week, but I didn't say anything because I kind of wanted to surprise Kevin, which I did. Nice. Totally. Yeah. Um, so I had to get the camper ready. Uh, I had a few things to do on it. We ended up replacing the toilet cause we forgot that it was not working correctly. Oh, right. It was like a ceiling. Yeah. And then my steps on at the, go into the back of the camper were still damaged from when the tire blew out, coming back from Urcha. I had forgotten about that. I was able to just beat the shit out of it with a hammer and then take a crowbar to open and close them. And that, so that was fine. And just do the bedding, you know, all that kind of stuff, which fortunately Tima was here, so she took care of most of that Nice. while I was in the fields working. But so we ended up rolling out from here at my house late Friday evening, and we drove to North Carolina to Waynesville to pick up my kids. At that point, it was like 7.30, and it was another three hours down to the event, and I was already exhausted, so I was like, we're going to stay here at my mom's house tonight, and then we'll roll out early in the morning, which we did. And I was more pleased with that. I know we got there a little bit later on Saturday. I think we arrived at maybe 10 o'clock, 9.30, 10. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, there, I would have just been completely dead. Like we'd have got down there ten thirty eleven, then I had to set up in the dark and everything, and I, eh, you know, yeah. So we arrived about yeah about ten o'clock, I guess, on Saturday morning, with the camper got set up and everything. I was expecting to roll in and see Kevin and Mister Shaw, so I get there. I was like, "Hey, where's Kevin?" It's like, "Ah, we don't know. We haven't seen him." I was like, what do you mean you haven't seen him? It's freaking 11 o'clock. I was like, yeah, we don't know. 
I expected Steve Yun to be there. He was nowhere to be found. I was like, son of a bitch. I'm the first one here. <laughs> Steve and I were having round two of the comp- complimentary uh, breakfast. Is that what it hotel. was? That's yeah. what it was. Yeah. Okay. Can, can I can I interject for a moment? Absolutely. I, this is This is not the regular thing for me. And I didn't really share this with Kevin, but I had a, uh, a very harassing phone call uh, a couple of times, actually, before we left. And, and I was really surprised, and it, it set me back a little bit. But evidently, uh, there had been some sort of a previous relationship, perhaps multiple times, with uh, my travel companion and, and Mr. Mike D., better known as the Planker. And, and he told me, he said, I'm not used to somebody just running off with Kevin like this for the weekend. And, and I felt really, you know, guilty about it. I I didn't, yeah, exactly. (laughs) I didn't want to go there. I didn't want to go there, but, but he, he told me, he said, you know, make sure you keep your distance and all that. So that did slow us down a little bit. Um, I think that, uh, I I had no idea what this adventure was going to be like with Kevin and oh my gosh, man, actually I was, I was pleasantly surprised, uh, going there. A few times I thought about pulling off the side of the road and asking him to step out of my vehicle. But uh, it wasn't really significant. But on the way back was another story, and we'll we'll talk more about that. What a coincidence. There was a few times where I would have jumped out of the vehicle, but we were going slow enough I didn't think I was going to die. Yeah, that's funny because I kept getting messages uh, saying, hey, would it be okay? Could you come down to Georgia and pick me up from Kevin? So I don't know. I don't know what was going on. Yeah, they started out by "Hey, could you?" and then there would, then it turned into <laughs> "You might have to." He um, said, "If I don't get out of this car, I'm going to kill someone." <laughs> and there's only Steve here, so I'm not <laughs> sure who that's going to be. No, I'm just teasing. And, uh, and we should talk before we get too much into Saturday. We should probably talk about the hosts and the the, the Friday evening meal. Yeah, I want to hear which about which was unbelievable. I hear about Friday night because. I wasn't there. Good, Kevin. So we got there Friday. I don't remember what time it was. Three, four, whatever. Six thirty. I don't know what it was, but uh, <laughs> we set up. We saw, immediately saw Cliff Lewis and Eric Shue and Jay Treadway, and we set up uh, by Cliff. They had set up a tent or a pop up that we were. They were able to, you know, let us use. It was available, so we just set up right there and. Uh, I charged up a few batteries. I got a couple of flights in on the Oxy Five. I got a couple of nice. I got a test flight in on a six ninety because that still had been something I was messing with. I think mm-hmm. I had only like hover practiced, you know, just remaidened it and hovered it at that point, and it was cool. It was flying good, um, and so we really weren't doing much after that. Just shooting the shit with Eric, like I said. Cliff. No, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let's let's back up a minute. Uh, I, I got to say is? too that. The first thing we did is we pulled out this gigantic big ass table. We put it up underneath the tarp right. and, and it was awesome of those guys to, to put us right next to the power pole, which is terrific. Uh, I did do a very quick maintenance on my goblin black thunder sport. And I, I must say it's designed in a way that you can very easily, uh, replace the one way bearing. So I did that very, very quickly. And, and then, then I went ahead and put it in the air and was able to, take it up the problem was gone lo and behold i only brought one helicopter though think about it i'm going to give you a for instance or an example in a little while of a guy that was doing some awesome flying and and really throwing it down 
and did a double SmackDown. And we'll talk more about his uh, significant other. This, this will be on Saturday afternoon late. But my uh, my maiden flight after the repair worked really well. So, uh, sorry. Go ahead, Kevin. Oh, I was just going to say, so, um, yeah, so Cliff was, was cooking for every, well, not, I don't know if it was everybody, but uh, Jay Treadway came running up to me and said, hey, dude, if you want food, you got to come over here now. Uh, Cliff made some killer fajitas. And then after the sun went down and we stopped uh, flying, we were all just hanging out talking. It was uh, Manny was there. Uh, Tom Shin was there. Eric Shu. Um, I think Kevin Tucker, Rodney Clay was was there. Um, and Jay and, and Cliff were making peach cobbler and apple cobbler. Mm, nice. uh, and it was that was really good. Um and then Scott Graham uh, was there, left, and then came back and was hanging out with us. Really good to see Scott. And uh guy's lost a little bit of weight, man. He looks good. 20, like 26 pounds almost. And uh, also, the cobbler was amazing. The fajitas that, that Cliff made, man, they were just top-notch. Excellent. Yeah. And we had not planned on actually having anything there dinner-wise, but Cliff was cooking like a professional. He had all kinds of sauteed vegetables and everything to go with the chicken, and it, that was terrific. And then this cobbler, as Kevin said, the peach and what was it peach and apple or something like that? Yeah, man, yep. that that was terrific. And then you want to tell him about the special sauce, Kevin, on for the cobbler? Yeah, it was supposed to be ice cream, but it was more like cream. <laughs> and they were just pouring. It was it like out. somebody had let a milkshake totally melt, and they were pouring it on. And, and I said, just give me a tiny bit. And I said, no, no, no you got to take a lot of this. And it, it was all delicious. So, man, it was amazing yeah. what those guys did. Nice. Yeah. So that was like Friday night. Friday night was really cool. Chill. Got a chance to hang out with Eric Shue, you know, and, and the whole group there. All just sitting around shooting the shit, having a good time. Yeah. We should mention that, that this particular field, they don't allow night flying. Right. So everyone's just kind of hanging out. Which was good because I talked to, we talked to Jay on the show, but I never got a chance to like, I've seen him before and we've, we've said hi, but that was it. And like passing and, you know, we were sitting next to each other, just like hanging out, talking. And uh, I had a good time talking to Jay and, you know, we were laughing and carrying on and having a good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jay's a cool dude. Yep. So then Saturday, what happened Saturday? Well, let me before I drove up flying. Saturday. Oh, yeah, Steve. Steve, you drove up Saturday. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so of course, you know, Chloe wanted to come, and I'm like, all right, I'm going to wake you up early. We're going to go. I wake her up, and she's like, oh, I need to take a shower. <laughs> I need to get ready. And I'm like, what? You're not ready already? All right. So, yeah, she ended up getting ready. Uh, I had the car all packed up, ready to go, so kind of just waiting. And then, uh, yeah, once we headed out, it was probably around, like, I don't know, eight something, almost nine o'clock. So it was a little bit later than I wanted to be. No, it was around eight something. Yeah, it wasn't close to nine. It was around eight. And we drove, um, you know, stopped for food, gas, and then kind of just went the rest of the way. We got there about 1130 something, like 1140 or so. <laughs> um, pulled into this field, you know, not knowing, never been here. And you kind of just see fields of, of cotton, just, you know, cotton everywhere. And then it kind of opens up and you'll see like, you know, you do see the little, um, I don't know what it's called. Not a, is it a gazebo? I don't know. The little. Yeah. Shelter, thing. shed. Shelter. Yeah. Area. 
um um do see like a little rc track which i totally forgot to bring my rc cars because i wanted to do that and chloe has rc cars too so i wanted to bring hers as well but totally forgot um but yeah it was a pretty nice field um yeah it's small in my opinion not not the field itself but the parking is small um it was pretty packed so we ended up just double parking next to andy's truck um and you know it was fine but yeah it was it was a decent amount of people when I when we got there. You know, being that it was Saturday, obviously, you know, being that it was the last day there. Um, yeah, yeah, you say it was small, but they had five stations. I think it was five. The field was four, yeah. Four, the field. Like, on the I'm field. talking about the parking lot. Though. Yeah, it felt small. Yeah, I just didn't want the listeners to get the wrong idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the field is big. The, I mean, in my opinion, I didn't really like the way that the fly station was set up on the left side. Um, because yeah, fly down there at all. Yeah, because like one side is you're flying on like a backfield, so you're kind of flying. I don't know. It's kind of weird the way it's perpendicular to the main. Well, flight it's line? Pa- it's parallel to the per- to the main flight line, but then there's also one flight station that's perpendicular to the back or the front flight line. Oh, I, guess. I didn't know that. Yeah, so it's kind of weird. Like I was over there when Goodyear was flying, and it's just kind of like, you know, people are flying to my right. Yeah. And we're flying, you know, the way that. You know they're flying and stuff, so just the layout was a little bit odd, but it was plenty. I, I don't think there was people waiting at no. pilot stations or anything like that, so so it worked out very well. Yes, yeah, so I should uh, bring my my Saturday morning into the mix, uh, and I should tell the listeners that uh, we we spoke to Andy on the way down. We called him. Uh, thir- no, what? Yeah, we called Thursday him Thursday night, I believe. Thursday. Yeah. Thursday night, was it? Correct. Yeah. yeah, it was. Yep. And Andy's, uh, I don't know if I'm coming and blah, blah, blah. And totally had <laughs> I me knew, I knew I was coming at that point. Mm-hmm. I yeah. was pretty sure on Tuesday and Thursday, I mean, I was, you know, camper was being prepped and everything. I'm like, yeah, I'm probably not going to make it. Sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. So we roll in Saturday and uh, I see the, the Gray Wolf trailer I'm, I'm thinking it just i didn't even i just looked at it somebody's trailer yeah it looks like andy and then andy standing right in front of the chief i'm like holy <laughs> shit it's andy yeah steve yeah steve shaw tried to run me over steve yeah. shaw jumped out without putting it in the park story. yep yeah there the vehicle went right over the oh embankment yep. <laughs> oh, yeah boy. it was great to see a dude i was like thrilled to death to see you man yeah yeah it was cool we're hanging out talking to Cliff. Mm-hmm. Or somebody. Yeah, I don't know. Somebody. Cliff. At probably. that point, I was like, it's Andy. Get out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I mean, I wanted to go anyway, but then when you, since you were coming up, I was like, I've got to get there somehow, some way. So, dude, I haven't seen you since. Like the summer of 2019. Yeah, Urcha. Urcha. Yeah. Yep. So that was cool. Yeah, it was great to see you, dude. Mm-hmm. And it so was good. F- it worked out for the most part, Andy. And we'll talk about the counseling session later. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And actually, in the pilot's briefing, Steve, they were talking about that one area you're talking about on the left hand side. Mm-hmm. They said that uh, there's another small little area. And they, they refer to that more as hovering and setup and things like that. So, Tesla. yeah, it, it 
it certainly was not an area you could fly up closer to the field without really feeling uh, anxious. I don't think anyone let Josh know that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, awesome. All right, so let's talk about the event, you know, itself. Um, yeah, this was a uh, this was an interesting event. Uh, I believe A Main was like the main main sponsors. Like, yes, it seemed like it as far as I can tell. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they were all there. A- like, yeah, all A-Main the A Main guys were there. Yep, yep. Um, not all, but yeah, pretty mm, much a all lot. Of them. Yeah, I would say ninety yeah, percent of the team was Paul there. Paul wasn't there. Paul right, wasn't Paul's there. Still on A-Main? I believe so. Um, Leon Luke was in there. So there's a couple of folks I didn't see, but, you know, Merlina was there, Mike Lewandowski, Josh Goodrow, Kenny Hutton, even the owner of Amy showed up. Mm-hmm. Yep. Damn. Frank. Was Jason Bell was there too, right? Frank yeah. Columbia was there. Jason Bell. Yes, correct. Um, I think, was there anyone else from the team? That's the ones I remember. So sorry if I, yeah, I'm missing some names there, but. Yeah, they were represent full force. Uh, yeah, a lot of folks from BK Hobbies represented mm-hmm. there too. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, you know, the list is long. I don't think we're going to be able to go over all of them, but do want to thank all the folks that um, A Main and all the sponsors, um, you know, for the raffles and all that stuff. Like, normally I don't do any of the raffle stuff, but Chloe wanted to do it. So I was like, sure, here's 20 bucks. Go for it, you know? Yeah. And she had a blast. Um, so. Yeah, and when we walked in the second day there to set up, uh, Brandon Cooper was set up next to us and mm-hmm. uh, immediately was like, hey, Kevin, how's it going, man? And and so we started talking, and I had never talked to Brandon. I knew who he was, but I just never talked to him. And I look up to all these guys, you know. I'm, uh, I know we do the show and everything like that, but it's, you know, flying, they're so much better pilots than I am. And just so they're like, I always look up to, I respect those guys, look up to them. And uh, we started talking. It was great, man. I enjoyed talking to him for a little while. And, you know, um, watching him fly, and that's something. I one thing I wanted to do this time too was to watch people fly. It's a lot of times there's so much going on with charging and shooting the shit. You never hang out and just like watch anybody uh, and get their flights, you know, mm-hmm. down, you know, as a spectator. So it was good to see him, man, and watch yeah. him fly a little bit. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if you want to go down the list of people. I can go down the list of people that I ran into. Uh, if you want, I don't know how you guys want to do it, but, uh, yeah, Jamie Burkholder was there with his uh-huh. buddy, Craig Carter. Uh-huh. And I had brought my stinky old oxy five with me with my tail blades that are original and, uh, probably had a year and a half of flights on them. And the one blade was starting to crack. And I think even had like a little rock embedded in it and I was still flying it. And I was like, <laughs> you know what, my luck, this, it's going to come shooting off at this fun fly or something. So, uh-huh. I had the other 550 with me, the logo, so I took the blades off of that. And then when I was showing uh, Craig that, Craig Carter, he was like, oh, I got blades, dude. Let me, you know, I'll I'll, I'll give you a pair of, you know, set of blades. So um, I got to say thanks for the blades, you know, and I, I don't want to take somebody's, you know, stuff. So, I, you know, we, we came up with a price wasn't wasn't that much. I think there were used blades, and he was like, no, just give me this much. And, you know, I was happy to do it. I was glad. I could uh, find somebody that had a set of blades. That was cool. Mm-hmm. Nice. So I watched him fly, man. He's doing good. Jamie's doing really good flying, man. Jamie's just, he's going to be better than us like next year. Like I think he's, he's just, already better than me. 
yeah, he's he's definitely got some orientations down that I'm like having issues with, mm-hmm. you know, still. Um, but I talked to Manny for a little bit, uh, yep. too. Tom Shin, like I said, talked mm-hmm. to him for a while. Um, one of the guys came up to me was a listener, uh, John Titus, man, and he was just like, Yeah, I listen to you guys all the time, I love the show, you know, and he said that guy Andy's a douche, but uh, you know, <laughs> no, he didn't say that. Oh, he said it was Ian. I, I believe it. Ian. Oh man, no, it wasn't yeah. Ian. No, it was nobody. I'm I'm only kidding. But uh, Tom was a uh, Tom. John was a great guy uh, mm-hmm. to hang out with. I, I sat down mm-hmm. and we started talking, and then yeah, good good guy, man. Uh, I enjoyed talking to him for a while. Just wanted to give him a shout out. Yep. And. Who else did I see there, man? Another listener came up, James Robert. Yep. Um, James Robert, yep. On Saturday. Uh, James he was throwing down with a little M1. Yeah, man. See him flying? Holy shit. Mm-hmm. He's doing four-point TikToks with that bad boy. Yeah. He's a good pilot. I was like, wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I think uh, a few of the other guys that uh, I thought was really good to see. Well, you mentioned uh, Jay Treadway. Eric Shu and Cliff Lewis, terrific host, these guys putting everything together and we appreciate everything y'all did. Yeah. Uh, Tom Shen, as you mentioned, you know, whenever I first met Tom, uh, he said, Hey Steve, how you doing? And I put my hand out and I, I didn't at the moment didn't click in and I said, Hey, how are you doing? And I said, what's your name? And he said, Tom. And I didn't even think as much as I've seen Tom Shen, uh, in, you know, some different online forums. And, uh, then whenever I put it all together, that was pretty cool. Uh, Rich Sowers and I spent mm-hmm. a little bit of time together. Rich pointing out a little bit about uh, F3C, and yeah. he actually set a little course up for for me to play with a little bit, and I appreciated that. Uh, Rodney, as you mentioned, Alex, uh, part of the uh, RCHO group. Yeah, Fredrickson. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Oh, right, yep. Right. Yep. Manny Manny Nito from Florida. Jamie mm-hmm. Burkholder, as you mentioned. Uh, Tim Tidebeck. I've never really, you know, chatted with him before. That was pretty cool. And the list goes on and on, man. It was yeah. really, that's, that was the really, it was great watching people fly. The drawings were really, really nice, but to meet so many people was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Tim, dude, he was flying. He's, he told me he's been flying the, the small model for a while. The M2, the M2 I think yeah. he, mm-hmm. he said, right. Uh, and he hadn't flown the, anything large till till that event uh and he's got he's got your old uh what is it kraken nitro or mm-hmm. what is it yep. steve right yeah yeah kraken nitro yep yeah and he was flying that thing man and he was throwing down with that thing i was really impressed tim's tim's a good pilot too man mm-hmm. go to these events dude it's like everybody's so much better than me so much better than last time and so much better than me yeah like so it's infuriating it was, it was, it, it kind of is. It's fun though. I, I have a good time though. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I saw Dan the Man. Mm-hmm. Dan yeah. was there. Had a chance to talk to Dan for a little bit. Dan needs to um, cut back on the sunblock because man, <laughs> he's he's out there flying all the time and he's he's really uh still Delaware white. I guess you would call him. I think he's outside every weekend flying, but he still looks like he's locked in a dungeon. Yeah. yeah. But it was good to see Dan. Hey, uh, hey. Probably only fine hell his team. Yeah. Dan's the man yes, and he knows skin cancer's nothing to laugh at. Right. So right. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. When I come down with something, he's going to be like, who's laughing now, dude. Right. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, fun yeah. games in sunny South Florida till you got melanoma. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah, right. So yeah, uh, Steve, you mentioned Rich Rich Sowers. Uh, he was there. Cliff Lewis uh-huh. was there from the yep. from the other podcast, and uh, so was Scott Graham. Uh-huh. It's good to see Scott, man. Yeah. Yeah, Scott was definitely one of the organizers too, and he was pulling yeah. the the prize tickets, and I thought he did a terrific job with that. Uh, let's see, I'm trying to think of which one of you. Oh my gosh! Every time I turned around, Kevin was winning something else, and he was he was exceptionally happy. It was it was good for him. Felt good. Well, we got to talk about the flights and uh, and some of the crashes, and then I guess maybe the 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 winnings. I guess you would say mm-hmm. the drawings. Yeah. So many people are throwing down. Yeah. Um, you know, Josh is my boy. I love watching him fly. Yeah. You were out there when he was flying. Yeah. Anytime he's flying, I'm like, I got to roll up and see, you know, watch his flight like close <laughs> in person, that kind of deal. Um, Lewandowski is throwing down freaking Merlino. Holy crap. Oh, God. oh that was yeah. amazing. Woo. I mean, and I think I saw a free fall yeah. tandem too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We did a little Andy and uh, Kevin flight. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. That I recorded. Um, Brandon Cooper laying it down, doing some freaking hard yeah. around TikToks into the cotton. Yes. The cotton wow. got to him early on with the <laughs> trifecta. Early and often. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I want to say early Saturday, the VK team did a like a trandom or whatever you want to call it. Yep. And uh, he got a little too low into the cotton, and it kind of got him. And it seemed like in, for the yep. rest of the day, he was getting back at that yeah. cotton. He was mad at the cotton. Yeah. He, he was, was going for it. was beating that cotton down. I particularly noticed, though, uh, his two most memorable fights to me, just before sunset, when the shadows the last two. start to get long. <laughs> yep. Um, his uh, his <clears throat> lovely girlfriend, Jackie, was saying something about you probably shouldn't be flying right now and he said yeah yeah i got this and then he went out and flew out i mean tearing it up midfield and next thing you know a smackdown the ground just reached up pulled him down and uh she commented and it was too far away he didn't hear it i'm sure and she might not have mentioned to him later but i bet she did she said i told him he shouldn't have been flying he shouldn't have been flying this late so we were packing up to go out to a sushi restaurant with eric shu and a bunch of people Next thing you know, somebody I heard tearing it up again, man, I mean, flying their ass off. And next thing you know, I heard this loud crashing sound and it was Brandon Cooper back to back, throwing it down and smack down and thought, oh man, do you think Jackie would have told him about it? I don't know for sure if that happened or not, but awesome. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. I think, uh, there was a, yeah, multiple, you know, uh, letdowns there. Multiple, yeah. multiple feelings of uh, shame. <laughs> yeah. Um, talking about some awesome flights, and these are two people that um, we didn't mention, um, but Sean Hall from Heli Direct was there, and also Marcus Kim from Excel Power. Oh yeah, Marcus was there. Marcus yeah. threw out a good flight. Holy <laughs> shit! Yeah, yeah, man, I love seeing him fly as well, man. And I'll tell you who impressed me. Like Andrew Merlano, I think is like on another level mm-hmm. than a lot of the guys that are really super talented that I watched fly. Right. But, uh, when Scott Graham took out Brandon Cooper's raw and did a flight, uh-huh. dude, that was angry. Scott Graham. I could not believe how, 
how that's crazy not angry that play Scott was. Graham. That's just that's just Scott Graham now. That's how I flies. don't know, man. I've seen Low him fly hard, before. Man. I've seen him fly before, but that looked like he was a little bit on the edge there. Yeah. To me. Maybe it was my angle to the flight, but that was a great mm-hmm. freaking flight, man. Nice. Maybe it was my comments about how good Kyle Stacy was in the Bill Ann video that I mm. had mentioned to him like <laughs> minutes before. Yeah. And he was like, all right, Teshner, I'll show you. Watch this. <laughs> yeah. Watch this shit. Mm-hmm. That was a bad, that was a badass flight, though, man. Nice. So let's see. Is there, were there any other memorable crashes? Hmm. I saw somebody put their nitro in before Brandon Cooper doubled down. Yeah, that guy, I don't know who he was, but he was midfield as well, and he was really throwing it down, doing a great yes. job. Oh, yes. Jimmy was there as well. I don't remember his last name. He's from North Carolina. Um, I usually hang out with him at some of these events in North Carolina. Um, he was flying his Protoss Nitro. And I was yeah. watching him for a while, and, you know, he was throwing down, and and, you know, it's a nitro. So like after four minutes, I'm like, okay, let me go roll away and see what else. And like two minutes later, it's like, Bruh. I'm like, oh no, what nah. happened? He's like, yeah, I just, you know, I just dumb thumbed it in. So, but yeah, yeah, Jimmy was there throwing down some good flights as well. Yeah. And so, I forgot to m- pilot. Mm-hmm. I forgot to mention Lamont was there with his mm-hmm. gasser yep. too. Lamont James. Uh, yes, sir. It's good to see him, man. Him and I, again, another guy that like, I had seen him passing. We had said hi to each other, maybe, but I never got a chance to like hang out, shoot shit with him. And uh, that's what was great, man. Lamont was having a blast. And I got to say that between Lamont and Kevin, the auto rotation contest, these guys Mm. were killing it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Kevin had the best four inches of anybody at the field, is all I can say. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. Nice. Um, all right, yeah, let's talk about that since you brought the auto rotation contest. Um, yeah, so Kevin won it, right? You won, Kevin, Kevin won. won. Yes, yep, congratulations. Good Thanks, job, dude. man. Nice, dude. That was, was uh, that was mm-hmm. pretty insane. Like, I was competing against you know the Marlinos, the A main team, which I know those guys were only out there to have fun and, and they weren't going to take any prizes or anything because it was, um, you know, it was just yeah like unwritten rule type of thing. Uh, but, uh, uh, Cliff Lewis was, was competing. So was Lamont. And, uh, you know, it was the three, you get three chances in the best out of the, out of, the best one out of the three, you know, your closest one was the one they were going to count. And it, I just, I just, I said it time and time again, I was just enjoying the fact that I could do something that these other guys that I look up to are doing, you know, mm-hmm. and, and Scott Graham put the whole thing together, put a cone out there and you just had to, Without knocking the cone over, uh, see how close you can get to the the cone with the nose of the helicopter. There were basically two prizes. The one that got the closest to the nose of the cone with the helicopter and the one that basically had the best crash, right? Yeah. And, you know, Kevin has been to Vegas a few times, and he knows a little bit about stacking the deck Mm. and uh, putting the odds, uh, throwing people off, I guess. And that's what Kevin did. His first two autos coming in, they were definitely nothing special. And, you know, so people were, I think people were thinking about placing a bet, but there wasn't enough time to do it. And then his very last auto, man, I mean, just came in, laid it right there, put the nose against the cone, four inches to spare. Beautiful auto. Thanks, man. Yeah. The first, the first two, well, the first one was over a hundred inches away. And then the mm. second one, I was like, like 98 inches or something. I was like, oh, cool. I broke a hundred. <laughs> um, and then the last one, 
I just, you know, I don't know why I, I pitched to the left a little bit as I'm coming at myself and I just kind of like worked it down and around instead of going nose in, mm-hmm. you know, towards myself, I kind of came down around and just plopped it in as nice. I would normally do. I, I think it's cause you autoed up and down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My, my 690, I have the, the low head speed is 900 RPMs. And <laughs> when I was taken off, I was kind of like, uh, I was kind of like showing that off a little bit and, Scott Graham's like, uh, is there something wrong? Is he having a problem? <laughs> and then, then somebody yelled out, you're not supposed to auto on the way up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, that was cool, man. Like I said, it was great to compete with those guys. Like yeah. all the guys that I, I, uh, like I look up to when I see them fly, like, and I got a chance to talk to Andrew Marlino, something I really haven't done, you know, and just cause him and I are never in the same place at the same time and never just mm-hmm. ever worked out. And what a super nice guy he is, man. Just yeah. a couple of, you know, things we said to each other back and forth. Just super good dude, man. And, uh, you know, with all the skill that some of these guys have, you think even though I've been doing this, you know, podcast for a long time and I know no people and I'm me, I can walk up and talk to just about anybody. You still wonder, you know, if they're going to be arrogant where they're at that skill level. But absolutely not. Such a down to earth guy. Good dude. And I got to talk about his autos that he did were ridiculous. Oh, yeah. He yeah. Some cool Red- ones. Damn ridiculous, dude. Uh-huh. He was going up to 399 feet, 0.99. Uh-huh. Um, uh, and we'll leave it at that. <laughs> the helicopter was spot, then it was gone. Yeah, it looked like an M1 up there. Yeah. Let's see. And he was just like, I mean, you could have went and got coffee, but you didn't want to leave because you wanted to see what was going to happen, but he did a blade stop. That was, that was insane. Uh, he was doing rolling auto, yeah. um, just flipping auto. He was doing at one point, uh, pure flip auto as he was coming down and just, man, he's such a good pilot, dude. Mm-hmm. Just, it's so natural to him. Good pilot, man. And some of his flights were, of course, what do they call them? Anger management. They don't call them that for nothing. Yeah. Like his flights are, ridiculous man but it was great to compete i had a lot of fun and uh i wasn't sure if i was gonna do it but i said you know if they're gonna do auto rotation i'll 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 try it you know and uh i had a battery charging and i said all right i don't want to take it off the charger until i get halfway out there so yeah as i was waiting my turn i was like i only had a chance to charge up half the battery i only have like you know 4.00 in here and uh volts and I was like, okay, so it's going to be, you know, it's going to be lighter because there's half the electrons in it at this point. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, we were making jokes the whole time. It was fun. It was, it was a lot of fun. And the wind was in my direction. It was blowing from the left. So it was was perfect. Uh Yeah. What did you win? The only reason I won is because Andy wasn't competing. No. Andy would have schooled us. probably would have beat me anyway. Schooled. Uh, what I won was a $50 gift certificate or 50, you know, dollars comp to a main hobbies. Oh, nice. Which I coincidentally was wearing my a main t-shirt, uh, well that day on Saturday too, yeah. which was pretty cool. Perfect. And I got a chance to talk to Frank, you know, the owner, like he's always running around and I've seen him at, uh, you know, hell he's over Delaware and, uh, years and years Wait, ago. And the owner, no, no, not the owner. Um, the, the a manager manager yeah 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 frank Not Columbia, the owner, yeah. sorry um 
and we never got a chance to talk or anything mm-hmm. like that. So uh, yeah. it was it was not like he's from Long Island. I knew where he was right where he's from, Port Jefferson. Shit, mm-hmm. I used to hang out there. My sister lived out there. So it was cool, man. It's cool nice. talking to him. And uh, yeah, and with this whole 690 thing, maybe I'll get some parts to work on that thing from A Main or something else. I don't know. It was, it was definitely cool. Maybe a Neo. <laughs> maybe a Neo. Yeah. yeah. Cool. All right. Um, we'll talk about the dinner later, I think, last. Um, raffles. Raffles were fun, right? Raffles were fun. Yeah. Yes. Gosh, man. They are like, I don't know, like, it felt like to me there was like three people winning everything. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the prizes were outstanding, and I think they had, what, 50 pilots there, uh, roughly? Is that what, what we thought? No, no, it's like, uh, I think, 30-something, 38 I, I was 30. Like yeah, I was 35, so I don't know. There was a few yeah, coming think, after me. So they, I think I was 30-something, 38. Close to 40. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. It was a round number. Yeah. But, yeah, you get that many pilots and, and you know, a lot of great prizes that A-Man mm-hmm. sponsored. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, it was it was cool. I mean, you're going to get people that are going to win twice. Mm-hmm. And, plus, you know, you, you had the opportunity to buy more tickets. Yep. Which is what a couple of the guys did. Yeah. Yeah. Some folks went pretty deep into that. I mean, not crazy amount of money, but you know, yeah. you got to pay to, you know, got to pay to play. Right. Or pay to well, win. I don't know. I, I had one ticket, uh, that I mm-hmm. got upon entry and I actually want won something. Nice. I won the, um, RC pro plus yeah. like little holders. You, you know, we talked about them on the show. Yes. Soldering stand. Yep. Which yeah, I don't have, cool. which is great. I'll definitely yeah. use it. Uh, you know, it's like you walk up to the table, you don't know what to pick, and they were talking about it. Uh, they said that thing's pretty good there, you know. And so I grabbed it, yeah. and I'll definitely use it. Yeah, I love the one I got. I use it all the time. Yeah. And I think the one and only the the big winner himself, Mr. Shaw, actually won something too. <laughs> Uh, I may have won something. <clears throat> yes, I noticed that, uh, first of all, before it even got to me, it seems like every other time they were calling a number, it was Eric Shue. Yeah. I believe that he won a set of servos. I think he won a 12S, uh, 130 MPSC. I think no. he won a 6S. Oh. Yes. He won a 6S, mm-hmm. uh, like 120 MPSC. Yeah. Uh, he and then he won several other smaller prizes. That guy yep. was going Data, crazy, man. Tail servo. Yep. Um, just a bunch of other stuff. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like him and he Rodney was, were trading off. Yeah, yeah that's right. On the he wings. was like a big kid, man. He was so excited. <laughs> yeah. uh, and I did win a a very nice X Nova, uh, basically mm-hmm. 12S, uh, 600 size motor, a lightning motor which nice. was terrific. And that that's exactly the perfect size. And that's exactly what I would have picked if I would have purchased something. And that means that I have to think about what might be my 600 size helicopter in the near future. Mm. After I get a few more built handy things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. That was cool. Raffles were good. Yeah. Uh, I know Tim Tidebeck won a couple of things, mm-hmm. a couple of big things, right? He won, uh, he won uh, Logo 200. No, he didn't win Logo 200. Who, no. no, who won that? Um, I don't recognize the gentleman. Um, I think he's part I of the RCHO, no. or he had an RCHO shirt, I thought. No, it wasn't It wasn't Tim. Tim won two things. He oh, won some. Protos 380? 
Did he win? He did pick that up. Uh, yeah, pick that up. yes. For Kits, I know that Jackie won a uh, Brandon Cooper's girl. Uh, yeah, won a. Yep, exactly. That was cool. Yep, the Tron Five Five. Speaking of Trons, I know that Maddie is now a sponsored pilot. She was very excited about that, and the I believe she's is it a what is she flying? Is she flying a Tron? I didn't know she was sponsored. Yeah. Yeah, Fat Boy. Yep. Oh, Fat Boy Heli products. products. Yeah. Yep. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah, I know she uh, she got a Tron from um, Frank Morrow, the the owner of Fat Boy Heli, um, at Dragonfly, right? No, yeah, it was Dragonfly or after Dragonfly or whatever it was. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, I, I gotta say, uh, it's probably appropriate time. How you doing, Ian? I'm doing all right. I'm still awake. Good man. <laughs> Good. It sucks for not being there, Ian. Yeah. Oh, uh, no. Sounds like you all had a great time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did. We really did. And that was like the icing on the cake was to, to pick up something on the raffle and, you know, mm-hmm. to uh, to do. I just wanted to do good in the contest. I didn't I didn't wasn't expecting to win or anything like that. I mean, that was just cool, too. Yeah, man. And I got a bunch yeah. of flights in on Saturday. You know, I flew the. Flew 690 probably once and Oxy 5 a bunch of times and then took the old 550 out, logo 550 with the DX6i and did a flight on that. My batteries didn't fall out in flight, Andy. <laughs> and Andy and I flew uh, tandem Oxy 5 flights, which yeah, was we really did. cool. Yeah. It was a lot it was of fun. fun. It's a lot of fun. It was hard to record you guys. Yeah, because we were all over the place. Yeah, and yeah. plus I was sick. I felt like I was going to like fall over. <laughs> Like, just stand up. Just keep standing. You'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, I would get, be like way up in the stratosphere and Kevin would be down low. And it's like, I can't get you both. And then I'd come down low and Kevin would go way up yeah. high. And <laughs> we're, we're not exactly coordinated with our. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nope. It was cool, though. It was fun. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. What is next here? We went out to dinner Saturday night, huh? That was yeah. fun. That was a lot of fun. That was really good. Yeah. So uh let's see, who was there? It was uh we went to Mr. Tokyo. It's uh it was an all you can eat sushi place. Um Yep. There's was five there. five locations in North Carolina. I looked it up because mm-hmm. I wanted to see if there were any in Florida. <laughs> That's how good the sushi was. Nice. Yeah. Uh, and Eric Eric's shoes like dude, he is the best. Like when mm-hmm. he his, I get. I now know the term Southern hospitality really well because he's just like, hold on, I'll be right back. Comes out with like seven beers or whatever. Yeah, and yeah. Out to everybody, we're out waiting for the table, mm-hmm. you know, and just, uh, you know, just really nice guy, making sure everybody's comfortable and having a good time, mm-hmm. you know. I I got to say too, I had the opportunity. I've heard about about this young lady a lot of times. Never ever seen her, Jen. Uh, mm-hmm. Eric Shue's wife, yep. and also had a chance to meet her father, and they're oh, both nice. extremely nice. All three of them are actually born in Charlotte, in that immediate area. Okay. And and I told her, I said, it's so nice to meet you because I've been hearing about you for a long time. I sort of thought you were a figment of Eric's imagination, the way he just kept <laughs> running on and on. But <clears throat> yeah, but you know, Eric is he's very hospitable. Eric's goal, I believe, he wants everybody to know who he is. Everybody knows that, but 
he just wants you to have a good time. No matter what it is, right. he will pull you into it. If, if you have a frown on your face or if you don't look like you're having a good time, he'll come over and stir the pot up a little bit. So what a great guy. Uh-huh. Right. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. And that Thai, that, I'm sorry, Thai, that particular restaurant we went to, it was hibachi and sushi. And mm-hmm. for twenty three ninety nine or no twenty two ninety nine or something like that, yeah, it was like that. all you can eat hibachi and sushi. And a lot of us, all I can say is we got our money's worth. The food was great, and we had a oh, great for sure. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah! I was, I was telling my kids about it, about how great the sushi was. I had like mm-hmm. blackened pepper tuna or something sushi, and it was amazing, yeah. unbelievable. Yeah, every single roll I got was great. You know, everything yeah. I got was fantastic. I loved it. Really good. It was also really nice to meet some of the families that were there. Mm-hmm. Not a lot, but to be able to meet Andy's two kids. And right. I, Kevin was a little bit jealous, I think, after we got back. He, he told one of my stuff that he was thinking about maybe making a little color of hair change, which <laughs> would, be very, <laughs> would be very becoming. And yeah. Andy, your son, he's cool, man. He is just having his own time in his own zone, particularly Saturday night, just kind of cruising around on a scooter, just kind of singing, bopping around, doing his own thing. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. and Steve, your daughter, it was really nice to meet her, too. So, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's really nice to have it more than, than just the guys sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, and I, that's one thing I wanted to call out. Like, I'm, I'm so happy that there's other kids that go to these events and I can bring Chloe and which I'll be bringing Hunter soon as well. Yeah. Um, to these events. So like, I mean, you know, Cliff Lewis's daughter, Maddie, you know, Chloe and Maddie, like when they first met, they started getting along right off the bat. And so like anytime she goes to the field or goes to the, um, an event, you know, Chloe wants to go. So, and then, you know, this time, um, they got to hang out with, uh, Andy, your, your two kids, right? Mm-hmm. Emily and, and, <laughs> Harrison. Um, Harrison, yep. And, you know, they all were having a great time. I mean, like, as kids do, right? Like, they're just running around all over the place like freaking chicken without heads and just, you know, having fun. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, it's just great. I'm, I'm thankful that uh, folks are bringing their kids, you know. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah. Now, Andy, did, did your two kids know Chloe or Madison? Have mm-hmm. they met before? No. Harrison had met Maddie. Mm-hmm. Um, Dragonfly, right? Uh, yeah, he's been to a couple things, but um, Millie had never been to any of these, or not any of the events, like with all the other people. She's sure. been to some local ones here, but I kind of wanted to bring her. I wanted her to meet Chloe because I know they mm-hmm. are into some of the same things, mm-hmm. and Maddie as well. I didn't realize that your daughter or Maddie were into drawing. Neely has gotten into drawing over the last six months. Yeah, I think so, I mean, Chloe is huge into that. Yeah, Maddie, I think, is starting I, to. But I yeah. had no idea about that. I knew mm-hmm. about some of the other stuff. So at one point, the three girls are sitting there, and they all have their notebooks out, and they're all sitting yeah. there and drawing for like four hours straight, which is pretty cool to see. Yeah. Yeah, and I think another thing is too that works out well is that when we do bring our kids, they all get to hang out together. So, right. I mean, I worry a little bit less about not not her safety and stuff. I'm not worried about that, but like you know, is she having fun? You know, yeah. she's enjoying this, like coming down and hanging whatever. out. Right? Are they bored? Right? Like, 
you know, because that sucks. Like you're having fun, but they're sitting there bored out of their mm-hmm. mind. You're like, ah, oh, you know. So, so it was very nice that, uh, yeah, you know, that they were all there. So, for sure. All right. All right. Anything else you want to talk about the event? Mm, I had a great time. Hopefully yeah. they do it again next year because it was See a lot everyone. of fun. Yeah. yeah, it was a lot of fun. This was the only the second time they've only done this event. So mm-hmm. second one, yeah. Yeah, so I believe uh, there will be a third next year, and I think the location. You know, I mean, I know for for you, Florida Kings. You know, you gotta gotta drive up what ten hours, but uh, definitely for me and Andy, I think this is like a great central location yeah, for us to it's drive not to. Bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who? When did you guys leave on Sunday, or did anybody either of you fly at all? No, no, I left uh, first thing in the morning. We checked out and, you know, had to get home. Yeah, so. I flew on Sunday, a couple flights. Nice. Yeah. Did you get a raw flight in, dude? I did. Nice. Did. How about flew- a gasser flight? No. No. No, I flew the Oxy-5, flew the raw. Awesome. Very nice. Yeah. You know, the 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 flying was fun. The event was fun. Uh then on Sunday morning, getting the day started, I thought, man, oh man, now now I'm gonna have to spend what at the very minimum nine <laughs> hours driving back with this guy, and uh, you know <laughs> by that time our emotions were running high, and our patience was running very thin, mm-hmm. and uh, but but nonetheless we we made it a couple times. I pulled over and I said, hey Tesner, I, I I think I'm about done with this man, but but it it worked out good. And, and I would highly recommend to those people that uh, that are looking for an experience, you might want to give Kevin a call and see what he's doing, and maybe if he might want to accompany you to the next fun fly. So, uh, you know, he, he he was a good guy to hang out with. I can't you know can't deny that. Oh, for a minute there, I thought you were pimping me out. Yeah, I, was yeah. Like, I don't know where this is going, but it yeah. doesn't. Trying sound to good. go to the lowest bidder or highest some, something. Highest bidder. Hey, one thing we did notice on the way back that is not surprising. We got uh, we stopped in Jacksonville, Florida, and we wanted to get a little something to eat. And we stopped at a Burger King, and it was a sign on the door that said, uh, uh, sorry, not enough uh, staff or people to be able to uh, take care of your order. So you can't come inside. you got to do the drive-thru. We thought, no, we'll wait a little bit longer and be able to go inside, use a bathroom and and an order of food that way. And we stopped at a McDonald's a short time later, exactly the same thing. And around the country right now, man, it is hard to get good staff to take care of business. Hard to get good staff. It's hard to get any staff. Any staff. Good point. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to get into that. I don't want to soapbox this. No, you're not good. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's, it's a shame, you know, a lot of places, like I can't even get like, I'm like, my local KFC closes at like 6.30. I'm like, how do you close at like dinner time? They don't have staff to work. Damn. So they just have to close. Yeah. So. so to wrap up my weekend, though, dude, I'd mm-hmm. like to say thanks to Scott. I think Mike Lewandowski and Eric Shue were the, I think it was Mike Lewandowski. I know it was a Mike um, that were, you know, the main part of getting this fun fly together. And thanks to A-Main. For uh, you know, coming out and you know the prizes are great, but seeing the the, the team fly man is just that's amazing, dude. Just amazing yeah. guys. And just amazing just pilots. hanging out with all them and stuff is great. Good guys, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And I Very said cool. that, uh, that Eric Shue was such a great host and, and really wanting people to have a good time. You know, Jay Treadway was like that. Right. Cliff Lewis was like that. So many people yeah, that Rodney, you could tell behind. Yeah, them. Rodney. Man, Rodney's a blast to hang out yes. with. Yes, yeah. he's so fun. Yep, absolutely. Yep. Thanks to Cliff. Cliff was cooking the, like later Saturday night when we came back. Yeah. And was asking us if we wanted some. I mean, 10.30 at night, you know, still cooking a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. We never that, talked exactly about the, uh, we left this out and that probably is just as well. We never talked about the counseling session. Counseling session. Yeah. You, you probably <laughs> well, missed tell it. Tell us about it. Ted. Yeah. Well, you know, sometimes I have not been known for building helicopters mm. and putting them together quite as quickly as I'd like. And, uh, Andy, Andy really got on my case, man. And he, he said, you know, I don't get it. Why you're not doing this. And, uh, I, I just want to say, I came back to Florida with a whole new forward looking mentality. And, uh, I got to put in a little, a little say, so for a couple of things, a couple of events coming up this coming weekend in Riverview, Florida, just, just slightly South, Southeast of Tampa, there is an event that's, uh, I think knob actually is probably the host of the event, but there'll be a little F three C competition, a little bit of a fun fly. And I think that for anybody that gets there on Friday, that's great. The event uh, primary, the primary day is on Saturday and there'll be people flying on Sundays. That's one thing. And then I got to go ahead and give the torches event a little bit of an advertisement Mm -hmm. coming up, uh, the first, uh, after the first full week in December and looking really quickly, that's, uh, the 10th, 11th and 12th. If you can get to Florida, it's going to be a great time. Uh, the Torches Club in Orlando is really trying to kick things back off again and, and get life back to normal. So I would encourage you to do that. So you're going to have some of these helis finished by Torches Winter Bash? Oh, sorry. I, I, I guess I got off the track, didn't I? Uh, <laughs> Remember, you are you are under oath, Steve. Yeah, thanks for putting me back on track. Here, appreciate that. Can you yeah. get, oh, yeah, can you get the gasser done? Can you get one finished? Yeah, I think I think I'll have I mean, a couple more, months. a couple more goblins finished, and and the gasser, of course, will be in there, and probably broken in by then. And I'm really looking. I'm excited. No nitros. I have no nitro helicopters in my fleet right now. I do have. What do we figure out, Andy? I think. I, what do we come up with? Six or eight six. helicopters. Yeah, almost ready six. to fly, Dad. Almost. Well, ready it's to not fly. six that you have and that you haven't built new helis. It's six that you built. You built. 80, 90% and then quit. Exactly. Exactly. Well, no, not quit. That's such a quitting mentality. Mm. Well, if you kept building them, you'd be done. So you quit. (laughs) Andy, it's always a pleasure to talk with you, man. You know, part of the day isn't building, right? (laughs) Yeah. Andy, Andy, part of the riveting conversation that we had in the 20 plus hours that weekend together, um, we did come up with, some kind of plan as to how he might get these together. Okay. What you're gonna finish it for him? <laughs> I mean, how, how long have well, you I had think your Andy how, came up? How with long it. have you had your gasser? I'm sorry, you're breaking up, Andy. Yeah, right. <laughs> You've had it so long. If you put one screw in a per weekend, it would have been done a year ago. <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> that's probably true. I think it was. Uh, it was actually. Uh, a prize that I won. It was a mini, it's a miniature aircraft gasser. I won it in Orlando. 
I've had actually some, some assistance along the way too. Raja, the king of yeah, the autos. Yeah, he come and put together 95% of it. So. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, Raja and his buddy came down and they were in Orlando and then they came by my house and they spent a whole day doing a lot of, a lot of work, right? Already done some work, but not quite enough. The thing is though, it's a lot easier for me to, to crash and maybe repair an electric helicopter. And I was, I was very concerned about how I'd be able to tweak and tune a gasser, but I, I'll probably get over that very quickly once I actually fired up, but yeah, very soon, very soon. Uh, and, and I guess this would be a good time to ask, and I'm working on it, Andy, uh, how was the, uh, the sim session Friday night, Ian? I'm not sure if you were there or not, but Kevin and I were talking about it. We genuinely had the interest in participating, but we were no shows once again. Uh, I think it was a decent turnout. It wasn't really, really big or anything. I mean, it was, a, I mean, Darren showed up, Shaggy showed up. Um, Devin was on there. Um, uh, Jerry Clayburn. Uh, I think because I'm not for sure. I was there texting, so I was partially there. Yeah. Steve, uh, thank you. <laughs> we, <laughs> <laughs> we did talk about the possibility of having a sim session challenge. And I don't know, Kevin, if you want to talk about that or if you want to hold it for maybe some other time. Oh, I, it's a hundred percent your idea. I think it's a good idea, but, uh, <laughs> We thought that each of you uh, might actually host the Friday night session in sequential evenings, sequential Friday nights. And then the the bottom line would be who actually brought in the most participants. I know that Ian has a very standard, loyal group that follows him. But I just I think that maybe they could bump it up a notch if perhaps Steve Yoon, Andy, Kevin, Ian – and maybe as a guest, uh, a moderator might be bringing Bill Ann in for the evening. Who? Oh, man. Wait a minute. You said nothing about Bill Ann in conversation. You saw what we did to Eric, right? In that restaurant. Throw him out of the chat room. Yeah. <laughs> no, but that's a good idea. I probably won't do it, though. It's a terrible idea. The loser oh, has to go on the Hellyhead show. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> are they still doing podcasts, the Hellyhead show? Yeah. Yeah, you are. I don't know about the rest I of them. I think I think the They're latest the only other ones doing it, but Yeah. I think the latest episode was called Suck It, Andy. <laughs> yeah. I said it so many damn times. Exactly. Suck it, suck it. Nope. Very true. Awesome. But yeah, great, great time, man. I hope they do it again next year. I really enjoyed the fact that we could like wind down and, uh, you know, get together and like have some social time later on, like Friday night. That was, that was really cool. I like that kind of stuff. Cause yeah, I don't know. It just gives me an insight into the, the people and, you know, there's some really great people in this hobby. Yep. There he yep, is. Yep, yep. For sure. Yeah. That's that's one of the main reasons why I go to events, you know. I don't really care about the flight and flying. Like I fly whenever I want to fly. But the uh the people, right? Like that's what I go to see. Yeah. So Oh, I gotta say, sure. I almost forgot to mention this. And and several you people forgot where your microphone was? What? <laughs> no. Uh, 
uh, back off, Andy. Uh, what I forgot to say, though, is that RCHO is coming up very soon. I know some of mm-hmm. you are going to be there. It's the 5th, Friday the 5th, 6th, and 7th in Nightdale. What is that, North Carolina, Andy? Yes. Probably not. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that should be a blast as well. Great, uh, great group up there. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I've already registered for that one, so I'll be there. All right. Uh, that's the main topic. Let's move it on to Ian's tech tip. All right, Ian. You still right. here? Yeah, right. I'm still here. I'm thinking about I, – I thought I'd put together a good one uh, for this week. Uh, at least I hope so. Um, wiring prep and installation. Um, as far as, like, when it comes to, you know – yeah, whenever you're putting together your model or like maybe you're, you know, rebuilding after the crash or whatever. Um, I try to get my, my wiring as best as I can possibly have it as far as like, you know, clean, accessible, um, free of any, you know, possibility of, uh, something to cause a failure in flight. You know, there's, you know, these machines do cause quite a bit of vibration, you know, not, I mean, just from flying. I mean, not only not even vibration to... when you're pitch pumping, when you're changing collectors. Oh yeah, no, and wires yeah. are gonna move. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, so I figure I go over a few things that uh, that I typically do on my uh, machine, and some of the other things are actually suggested from Shaggy as well as to put on the list. So uh, he did contribute to this one a little bit, but. Um, one of the first things and foremost that I do whenever I started, like, you know, whenever I get a new machine, uh, definitely, definitely sand like the edges of all the openings on the frames, let alone the, you know, the outer part of the frame, just to kind of prevent any burrs or sharp edges from uh, uh, cutting into the wires. Um, I typically use like 220 grit sandpaper, nothing really too abrasive. I mean, just enough to knock down the edge and get rid of any burrs um, and sharp edges to, you know, cause any shafing or cutting the wires in flight. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, trust me, it's a shitty deal, especially so, after you just put a model together. Let me ask you, how do you do it? Like, do you just sit there and just dry sand it and on your desk? Um, I have, I have even wet sanded. Um, okay. That's actually I, bad to do the dry sanding. Yeah. Because carbon, uh, all the, yeah. Yeah, all the dust. But with the last model I did uh, that I actually straight up put together, which was the Drake, that had G10 frames. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, G10 you don't have to worry so much about. But, yeah, when you're sanding carbon, you don't want to just dry sand it. I mean, I don't know. You can if you want to, but you inhale any of that carbon dust. That's like your lungs. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, if you do dry sand it, please wear a mask. I usually just, uh, just sand it and then... You know, if there's any dust on the table, I just snort it to get it out of the way. Yeah, just lick it right well, off, right? Yeah. <laughs> mm, well, you yummy. vape too, it's so strong. it's not going to make a difference. But, uh, <laughs> oh, Jesus. But no, uh, I've seen people even use like, uh, like the, the Scotch Bright pads to even, you know, scuff up those, uh, frame sides a little. Mm-hmm. Uh, those work out quite, quite yeah. well. I mean, I think the red is going to be the more abrasive. I, can, I do believe. So it's like, yeah, it does the job. Yeah. Um, another thing, it's particularly if you have to run wires into like uh, tight places from the outside of the frame and in like the old style goblins. 
uh, say if I run like wires from the outside and then where it kind of has those louvers going along the very top by where the receiver plate goes, sometimes mm-hmm. I'll put um, uh, the SAP uh, canopy edging you know, that you would put around the edges of the canopy, you know, to keep from tearing up your canopy as you're putting it on and off. I'll take some uh, CA and actually glue one of those down into the louvers to try to protect the wire as well. I've done that before. I don't really do it that much these days because I try to keep all the wiring on the inside. Yeah, I wouldn't run them through there. No. I mean, I've seen that done with like tight spaces, but that is probably one really tight space. But that's always an option as well. Um, Another thing that I like to use, and Andy has given me lots of shit for this, but I use uh, wire wrap to uh, protect some of my wiring, uh, whether it's going in between, like. Uh, Why would you uh, give a shit for that? Now explain what kind of shit you've gotten for this. Yeah. Um, the four seventy. Right now, explain what was wrong with your wire wrap. Uh, it was all over the place, but that was after like a crash, so it, I never put it back to the way it was. No, no, that has <laughs> nothing to do with it. You stuck it on there, and you didn't do anything to the ends of it. So mm-hmm. you had big, giant, frayed-out ends of the braided wire covering. Yeah. It looks that's like that's just wrong. Yeah, that's yeah. just don't poor, do. Don't be an asshole thing. and do that. <laughs> I mean, you can put a little bit of heat shrink over the end. The dual wall adhesive lined heat shrink is the best. Yep. At the very minimum, put a little tiny zip tie at the end of it to keep it from fraying. Don't, torch. Yep. don't be like Ian. <coughs> you can even touch a little. Yep. Um, but no, um, typically on my bigger machines, like if it's going through like a tight space, like if it's in between like the, the area of like near like the tail boom and going up through the mother plate on the inside, I do have um, the wire wrap on there. I did leave it frayed, but that's just more or less it's. You know, there was really no point in putting the... It's just because you're an I, asshole. <laughs> oh, but, let's not make him feel bad. He's just lazy. Yeah, you're a lazy no, it's, asshole. No, it's not, it's not really... <laughs> oh, my God. No, it's not There's just, no you know, excuse for that other than just complete lazy. Especially you're already doing it. Like, you're already putting the time to put the wire wraps or, on. Or like, at the least, it, say you forget, yeah. oh my and it's a place where you don't want to see it, at least put a tiny zip tie on it. That I, mean, I will come do. on. That I will do. I'll, come I'll on, you. man. Come on. Well, no, it's like may, it's like maybe a half an inch actually sticking out because I have it pretty much going through the frame and just more or less protecting it while it's in the frame, and I still have enough to you know work with to plug it into the receiver. Or if I'm doing some troubleshooting, I can move it out of the way without it being stiff with the covering. Every time I see a heli with that, I want to pick it up and throw it in the woods. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to do that on my next heli. I'll pick it up, throw oh, it in the oh, woods. Oh, I can't wait to see him throw it in the woods. <laughs> I can't wait to see him pick it up. I'm gonna, do, I'm gonna do like a I'm gonna grab it by the tail and do a discus throw, see how far Hell I can yeah. throw it. <laughs> oh, oh do it and then pull it up. Oh, oh that'd be cool. Yep. Oh shit. Um <laughs> some brands of a poor finish is more acceptable than with other brands. Uh some brands you have to make sure you have a canopy on and a few things like that before you can fly it. So just something to think about. Oh yeah, absolutely. Some people use duct tape. No, I hate, when, I hate when people use um, liquid electric tape. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, that can't be good. Oh, it's just a mess. Um, 
And one of the other things I do have on the list, Andy, um, which is uh, heat shrink. You know, if you want your wires to look nice, which I did learn from both Andy and Steve, um, you know, you you put the the actual wire wrap on there. You put the little bit of uh, heat shrink on there, and you leave just enough slack to be able to do on, you know, what you need to do with the other end without having a whole lot of tension from the wrap and the heat shrink. And it makes the wires all uh, nice and tidy, and it still protects. Uh, I actually did just, that. Just with... to be clear, I, I didn't help him with anything. He just bought my ESC that had it one done like that. Yeah. What I like yeah. to do is take the adhesive heat shrink and put yeah. a tiny little bit, like a quarter inch or less, maybe three sixteenths of whatever size goes around your wrap, quarter, three eighths or whatever, mm-hmm. and put that right at the edge of the of the braided wrap. Uh-huh. And shrink it down so that it's not actually on the wire, and that way the wire you can move the wrap in or out yeah. or slide it however you need it, but it still doesn't fray. Nice. You follow me in? Yep, I'm following right now. All right. Um. So yeah, I yeah I also seen the the wire that you had on the on the ESC, and that's basically where I got it from, and. I also had to do the same thing when it come to running the new wires that I uh, ran to power the the NX4. So it's like I took that as an example and just started putting it towards my stuff, and it works out great. Um, especially for the NX4 because it's such a tight machine. I want everything I can to try to protect the wires because it, it is just so tight to work with, and it is a pain in the ass at times to work on uh, because it's – you know, it's so narrow. I mean, there's barely a lot of room to work with as far as hiding wires and keeping it neat. But um, another thing that I also do with the NX4 is some of the server wires and stuff. I actually, um, with the wires that are don't have the actual wrap on it because there was really no need, um, as I would zip tie it to the frame, I would take like the soft part of the Velcro from like a Velcro strap roll it up mm-hmm. to the way the soft side is on the inside, and then I put the zip tie on the outside to actually prevent the the zip tie from biting into the wire and causing some damage there. Yep. Um, definitely recommended, especially for nitros. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean... It isolates vib- the wire better, yep. <laughs> vibrations galore. And uh, if another little piece of advice, it's like if you think it may touch something to cause any shaping it's probably worth just go ahead and and actually do something to protect that wire because i learned the hard way because i thought it's like well i think this wire is fine it's it's probably like a quarter inch away from the canopy no during vibrations like it ended up chafing all the way down to like bare wires and like after i got done with a fud after i got done with the fun fly took the canopy off went to clean it down and all i see is bare wires and it's like oh that is fantastic and essentially i had to send the servo off because it was like literally right at the the case of the servo so it's just some of those things to try to you know kind of protect your wiring a little bit i mean it doesn't take much to cause a failure to be honest i mean it could be like the stupidest thing that could have been to actually protect it and cause a, a failure. And another thing um, on my uh, little list is uh, wire organization. 
Um, as far as doing maintenance, depending on like what models you're working on, uh, there's a few things you can do. I mean, a lot of people like on the bigger machines, yeah, you already know like what wire goes where because everything's so big. Um, my biggest thing is like on smaller models and everything being so tight knit, it's not, it's not exactly easy to kind of keep them all, you know, tidied up as you would say. But like, uh, there's been times on some of my smaller models, I've had to use like uh color coordinated tags, you know, or just a, a, a sticker with like what, uh, what bank did it go on as far as, um, when you plug it into your receiver, it's like, okay, this one here, this one here, as I'm working on the machine. I got a tip for that. What's that? If you're interested, I take a silver Sharpie and put dots on the servo plug on the top so I can see them. So servo one, two, three, and four get dots. And that way you can always tell which plug goes into where on the fly barless. And you can put dots on the servo as well if you want to keep track of them. That way you don't have I've, tags or different connectors or anything. Right. Yeah, that, that works. I do the exact same thing, except I use a black Sharpie. Black on black, no, it doesn't work too good. <laughs> I just use a ballpoint pen. Mark, I use silver too, and it works great. No, yeah. I, I have an old trick I use that's somewhat similar to Andy's. I just write... Uh, I put slashes on the wires themselves. Yeah. One that works. one means one, yeah. two means two, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, yeah. Very easy, I mean, especially if you're diagnosing or you're changing fly barless units or doing anything and you have your wires all bundled together and hidden in the frame. makes it very easy. You don't have to trace them down. Absolutely. And it's like uh, one of the things that Shaggy brought up is uh, color-coordinated uh you know, servo connectors. And that's actually something he's actually working on as far as uh, a project he's working on. I'm not for sure if he's made it public or not. So I'm not going to say what he's working on, but uh, it's probably recommended. I mean, with how much much work he's doing. Yeah. too much. Yeah. So what is he got? Four different colors to match your complexion. Like, what is that? Four different. Um, (laughs) As far as like, um, he gave me a uh, website to check out, which was uh, Hanson Hobbies, and uh, you know they sell different. Uh, yeah, they sell pretty much. Ev- yeah, clear. they sell. Yeah, yeah, they sell crimpers. They sell connectors. I mean, shit. I think Steve and Andy bought like, you know, a lifetime supply of like. I love the connectors. clear ones. Mm-hmm. I like yeah, the so- color ones as well. I think I use red for the tail servo. I think I use uh, blue or something like that for the collective. You know. The- all kinds of ways to do it. But yeah, those are nice little connectors. Absolutely. And it's like, uh, when it comes to the servo ones, I probably will start doing like what, you know, Kevin and Andy do as far as, you know, putting the dots, you know, to try to label out the, the actual cyclics that way, because that's the, always the ones that I always screw up on. I mean, it, you know, it is what it is, but as far as like, uh, plug it in while, while the thing's live, like, I don't know, I boot up my Neo and it just plugs their plugins in. Yeah, it's always find out which one's right or wrong. (laughs) (laughs) That's the one thing that's always messed me up. But was like, as far as like the ESC and everything, I the ESC you can just spot them by looking at the wires, and it's like, okay, that's ESC. Mm. But like, uh, I mean, tail servo, that's simple. That goes, you know, where tail servo is supposed to go. Um, And of course, you know, if you're running a you know external BEC, we all know where that goes. 
but it's always those three servos, you know, the cyclic that, you know, mess me up. And it's just like, damn it, I'm playing like musical, you know, servo connectors. Um, so yeah, uh, Shaggy gave me the, the website for Hanson Hobbies. You know, they sell the, you know, they sell the crimpers, they sell servo connectors, pins. Don't buy the crimpers. Don't buy the crimpers? Okay. Oh, X-Day on the crimpers. No. What? Uh, what Andy knows which one to get. Yeah. It's like uh, Yao Yaoin or what Yao in or I whatever. I'd have yeah. to go look at it. Yeah, we can look it up, but I think Telerotor yeah. did a survey on that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, go listen to the Telerotor episode about connectors if you're mm-hmm. unsure what to get. Yeah. Absolutely. And they they really went in depth on that episode. So yeah, I figured I touched the pretty much touched the little bit on the wires and stuff and what I do. Um now, if there's anything I missed or, you know, anything that anybody wants to add, feel free to, uh, you know, let us know in the comments. And uh, Yeah, I got, I got one. What's that? So do you do anything about your servo connectors in your Flybrows unit? Uh, good question. Um, I actually forgot to put that in my note. Um, after I put my uh, connectors in my Flybrows unit, I use, hot, I use hot glue to hold it in. Mm-hmm. And say if I have to uh, remove any of that hot glue for any instance, like say if, you know, you know, maybe I'm troubleshooting something at the field and it ends up working, you know, after that, I'll stick a double side stick tape in it and continue flying that day and then replace the hot, replace it with the hot glue when I got home. Kind yeah. of thing. So, I mean, it's always safe to make sure that's secure because the last thing you need is wire flying out and flight mm-hmm. or come loose. Yeah. So what I do, I do, I do, I don't use hot glue. Um, what I do is I run my fly brothers tape long and so that way I can stick the bottom, like, you know, because on a Neo, most of the wire connections are on the bottom. So you want to make sure those don't come out. So I actually, um, put it long so that I can put the double sided tape on the servo connectors, but I don't take, I cut, I cut like a little line so that you know, that part still has that red um, covering on it, so it doesn't stick to the fly brawler's mount. It just sticks to the servos. Right. And then on top of that, I actually use foam tack. I really? use contact cement. Yeah, foam tack. Um, and I just dab a little bit across the servo leads and the neo, and then I plug in my RPM, and I put a little dab on there. Um, I don't want to use hot glue just because, I mean, the hot glue gun I have is, like, it. you know, it's like industrial almost like it, it comes out really quick and really hot and if i'm trying to hot glue the, that thing like the the roll of connectors and then i try to plug in the rpm like i'll probably put too much and then clog up my rpm port or something trying to jab that thing in there so right. i tend to not use hot glue just because of that and that could just be my glue gun being you know using the big thick sticks and shit um but yeah i had really good luck i've never had wires come out using foam tech you know Yep, foam tack, shoe goo, goo, shoe goo, same. Yep. Yeah, you know, that stuff. Hot glue, double sided tape. Yeah. Something. Anything but something. Yes. Mm-hmm. I guess even I've been on electric duct tape, if you're really desperate. Uh, I've been using <laughs> CA. I don't think that's right. No, don't use CA. Stop doing that. Yeah. Don't use epoxy. Don't use CA. You want something that will hold, but then you can peel off pretty easy. Yes. And with my hot glue gun, I mean, it's an older hot glue gun. I think it belonged to my mom like 20 years ago. But, like, uh, it burns at such a low enough temperature that, like, 
you know, it stays on there. But if I want it to come off, it'll it'll just straight up come off. It, and it's not gonna hold. Um, what I'm also worried. I mean, I guess it's not really a worry, but low temp hot glue, meaning like on a hot day, could they melt? No. It could, but maybe I, mean, I don't think so. But no, it's very know. less likely. Yeah. That's what I've been using here for a long time is the uh, the low temp hot glue, and it works well even in Florida. Yeah, but you're the Treasure Coast. You got beautiful weather year round. You yeah, it's not hot as weather. hot as uh, Arizona, I guess. Good. Point. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, but they're all good options. Just it's do still something. hot. Just secure them. <laughs> you yeah. Yankees, stay up where you're at. Yeah. Still hot. Down Don't get me wrong. <laughs> wow, hey, you're nice, calling. Kevin, nice. Wow, Kevin. You are a Florida man now. You're damn right. Gosh. <laughs> Can't wait to see you on the news. Yeah. What, what do you mean? I don't know. Another Florida man going crazy. Riding an alligator Nobody, or doing yeah. something. Yeah. Oh, you'll doing see that. Yeah. Yeah. You might see that next weekend. Yeah. I'll oh, do something stupid. You might see that tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> nice young. In the office today, they were talking about that. Here they were saying, look at this guy, man. He's been, he came down from New Jersey three months ago, and now he believes. Whoops, there you go. That's better. Now he believes he's a Florida native. All it takes is three months to do that. Mm. Three so, months and, and being friends with you, though. Uh, I don't know if that counts. Mentoring, Damn. guiding the way of the Florida, the Floridians. <laughs> <laughs> Guiding the way. <laughs> Three months in, and he's already like, "Hold my martini." I got martini. <laughs> I'm an idiot. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah, four words for you, Ian. What the hell, man? <laughs> oh. All right. So, what's next? What are we talking about next? Are you done, Ian? Yeah, you done. All I'm right. All good. Cool. News and announcements. All right. News. And announcements. All right. What do we have? We got an announcement on Facebook from Goblin Helicopter, SAB. They now have all the different colors of the booms Mm -hmm. and canopies and stickers for the side of your raw. Mm -hmm. Stickers. They have white, yeah. green, orange, pink, blue, red. What else? I think that's it. Um, red, pink. You said pink, right? Yeah. Yeah. White. I'm really digging the, the white. Man. pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, we should mention that we saw the Louis Vuitton raw fly this past weekend. Oh, yeah? Yeah, that, that the, was Sean. Yeah. Who has that? Sean. Sean. Yeah. And let me tell you, that white boom looked pretty damn awesome in the air. Yeah. The white highlights looked great. Good job, Sean. Yeah. Every time I was up there, everybody's commenting on it. Yeah, yeah it looks pretty had... cool. It would be pretty shitty on a cloudy day, I imagine. The white canopy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but, but I think the white boom badass. would be cool with some type of uh, color canopy, I think, would look good. Like yeah, yeah, orange yeah. That, boom. Would, that would be fine. Yeah. Yeah. I have to say the Raws, I, I have to say they're really customizable, it seems like, as far as color options and what you could really do with them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, color. That's the only mm-hmm. thing. But okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, Tom oh, Shen also had that 3D printed uh, raw covering, yeah, which I from, thought looked uh, really nice. 
who was that again who Rob made that? Was that Rob Cherry? Yes, yes. Yeah, that stuff looked good. The tail fin and stuff, and uh, the side plates look real nice. So okay. go check that out if you got a raw and you want to get a fancy color, mix and match. The original. Make some sort of Skittles machine if you wanted to. Skittles. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. What else do we have? Uh, Mr. Shaw already mentioned the Triple Creek. Well, he mentioned all around it, but never said the name. The Triple Creek RC <laughs> Fall Classic 2021 is October 23rd through October 24th in um, Riverview, Florida. Oh, that's this weekend, huh? 12705 Bomb Boyette Road, River, Riverview, Florida. Check it As out. As they always say, come on down, y'all. TripleCreekRC.com. And this Shortly is to a, be followed by Go Back Home, y'all. <laughs> fun Fly and an F3C um, event. Uh-huh. So check that out. That's cool. Three flight near lines. Tampa. Yeah, I was going to say it's around Tampa area. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. Awesome. You going over there, Kevin? With Mr. Shaw? Uh, Mr. Shaw is. Uh, I can't get the time off. No. Yeah, Kevin can get time off. He's got can't other for the family issues too, I believe. What He's is got that? Family like three hours over there? Four? Yeah, it's three. Yeah. Uh, I'm already traveling up that way to see my mother. Oh, okay. I got you. With, with my sister on Saturday. Well, I was hoping uh, Steve was going to compete and you could go heckle him. Could happen oh. still, but I got to tell you, there's some distinguished people that are on the schedule, like uh, Robert Monty, Michael Shaggy Parker, <clears throat> a few other people. I thought that you have, said distinguished. <clears throat> That have canceled out that there are going to be no shows, uh, supposedly work schedules. And I don't think Shaggy leaves as allowed to leave the state by himself. So he won't be down here. <laughs> uh, Rich Sowers is going to be here. I think he's bailed out. I don't know who's going to be here, but it'll be great fun. Had by all. Mm-hmm. You might go and compete then Steve, because you might win with all those guys. Yeah, you, staying might, behind. you might be the only competitor and get the Heck win. Yeah. I'll be there then. Nice. Yep. And uh, I don't have it in front of me, but don't forget the RCHO fall pool. Mm-hmm. When is that? November something. 5th, 6th, 7th. Yeah, 5th, 6th, yep. 7th. RCHO field in Nightdale, North Carolina. And they did the dates for the winter bash. When do we figure that out? 10, 10 11, and 12. Yeah, 10th, 11th, and 12th. Torches field in... What's the name of that town? Beautiful Apopka, Florida. Apopka. Yeah. Near Orlando. Yeah, I think Mr. Shaw is going to go to the fall pool. Cool. Yeah, I think we're going to give Kevin Saturday afternoon off to be there. Oh, not the fall pool, but yeah, the, the torches event. Mm-hmm. I am going yeah. to the fall pool, though. Kevin can't go. He's, oh, uh, are he's you? Nice. He's working. Oh, that'd be Damn good to Kevin. see you down there. <laughs> Damn it, Kevin. <laughs> yep. I'll hear all about it. I'm sure yeah. I will. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, one other thing we want to mention in news announcements is episode 300. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah, It's coming up soon. We are at 298. That's two episodes, two weeks. Mm-hmm. Oof, before we know it, it's here. So 
we got a special episode coming up for episode 300, um, as one would do for 300. And we're going to be doing a live show. Yes. Yeah. This is going to be interesting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So we're going to be doing a live show where um, we're going to be recording on Tuesday night, as we normally do, but it's going to be live. Um, there's several platforms we're thinking of doing, so that's still kind of in the air. Um, but most likely it'll probably be either like a, I think, what do you call it? I don't know, YouTube or maybe Facebook. Um, yeah. You know, it will be recorded. So for all our folks that can't participate in the live show, um, they can at least listen to it on Fridays or Thursday nights release. Um, so, but talking about the participation portion, we're going to have our Discord channel up. And we're going to actually have a moderator on the Discord channel, one of us, um, basically, you know, queuing up questions for us. So if you have questions you want to ask um, us as a group or us as an individual, you have comments you want us to read, you want, you know, you have feedback or things that you want to share with us that we can share on the show, um, please let's not make it, you know, two rated triple X or anything like that. You know, we are explicit, but, you know, let's not get too crazy here. But uh, we can have some fun with this for sure. <laughs> yep. Hell yeah. All right. So be on the lookout. We're going to start posting some information about this. Um, and we'll talk a little bit more about it on the next episode as we solidify the plans. And we usually sit down 8 p.m. Eastern time. So we're yes. not sure like if it's going to be you know, we'll start really ramping things up at 830 or 9 p.m. But just. Somewhere around there, right? Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll, we'll get the there. details. Yeah, we'll get the details worked out. I think maybe like an eight thirty. You know, give us thirty yeah. minutes to kind of prep and get things in order, and and you know start, yeah, and start getting it done. So yeah, should be exciting. Okay, something new. I might have to put in for a day off for the Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I don't know. <laughs> yeah, um, we are gonna have to put a cap on this. I don't think we can do this all night. Um, you know, so I would say from eight thirty to at least. 10.30 or 10 o'clock, um, we'll have the channels open and, and be doing yeah. this live. That's yep. cool. Okay. Um, all right. So celebrate 300 with us. Yes. That might just be the title of that episode. Maybe. Sounds like a good one. Mm-hmm. Hell sure. yes. Okay. I think we're up for a long night of shenanigans. That's for sure. Yeah. Say shenanigans one more time. <laughs> Shenanigans. I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have All any right. other news, guys. Unless you know something. No. I know nothing. Yep. Nope. I don't either. Alright, then let's move it on. What's next for you in the hobby? What's next for you, Steve? Steve Yoon. I'm going to go flying this weekend, and then I got to go also pick up that uh, Neil from um from my friend who's selling it so yeah i'm not sure where i'm gonna go fly but uh i'm gonna probably hit up uh cliff and see where he's planning on going and also ting so yeah, yeah and you got choices yeah. now man i Speaking do i do i do but thing, and i'm sure you probably know this there might have been a brand change possibly in uh in equipment in what sorry i think ting may have left uh to perhaps start uh competing in the f3c arena and perhaps uh -huh. uh, 
looking at the Futaba transmitter and equipment. Oh, yes. Yes. That's why, he, yeah. Yeah, he did. He migrated over to Futaba. So that's why he's selling it. He's, that's why I'm, I'm buying a Neo off of him. It's a big deal right there. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I don't know. Is it? You know. Anytime nope. somebody leaves V-Bar, yeah. it's a big deal. Exactly to the right. I guess man. so. I, I, guess right. so. I didn't think so, um, but okay. Yeah. I, I do have to say at his level of flying, you know, I think it's the right move. No, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. It's a hop, skip, and a jump from Jetty from what I hear. So good deal, Ting. Good deal. Oh, I don't know. I think Futaba people look down on Jetty people. Uh, they do. Uh, sorry. They look down on everyone. I think Jetty people <laughs> yeah. don't care. Well, I think I think they look down on everyone, but I think they're like, ah, Jetty's the closest. <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> and they walk away. Hey, I just I, I just sit back and drink the Kool-Aid. Yeah. Thank you. I just want to fly, so I want to spend less time tuning and messing with shit, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Me too, brother. All right, uh, so yeah, I want to go fly, go pick up some stuff, and I still got to finish my Black Thunder. Um, everything's built. I got to order. Um, I noticed that the the uh, the pitch links were a bit loose for my my taste, so I got to order a set. Um, I thought I had some, but uh, I guess I've ran through them. So I got to just order some pitch links for that, and then that should be ready to go. And I'm gonna, like I said, I'm gonna do the Neo, do a quick setup, tune it, fly it, see how I like it for a couple of weeks, and then I'm gonna move over to uh, Icon and Jetty with the R3 receiver on that one. Um, do the same thing for a couple of weeks, maybe a couple of months, maybe throughout the winter, um, and then springtime. You know, depending on how I feel about it, I'm gonna then try the Spirit next, and you know, out of the three, I'm gonna basically decide what I want to use for this helicopter for the sportsman class of you know ama so not gonna try a 760 um i would if i had a futaba and a 760 but i'm not gonna drop that kind of money to try something well, you, you can know? use the jetty with the 760 yeah you don't have to buy a futaba transmitter yeah i still have to buy the the yeah buy that with the programmer which would be like what 500 bucks 450 or something yeah, like that it's like four so, yeah, it's like 420 with the programmer. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, I guess, is too bad. But yeah, we'll see. Let me try these two out and go from there. You know, maybe, maybe you never know. I might, I might get a 16 IZ, or maybe I'll, you know, actually do some raffles one of these days and and see if I can win it. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll take a, I'll do the Eric shoe style <laughs> of <laughs> raffle and see if I can win that next time. But sure. um, yeah, yeah. Beyond that, I think that's it. Let me uh, let me pass it over to Kevin. Yeah, man, I am going to be flying on Sunday, hopefully, mm-hmm. if weather permits, and I'm going to be flying a plane. I hope oh? if if oh, what gravity permits. What is that? Yeah, I'm fly a plane. I'm gonna fly some helis down at the field. I'm just gonna go out and have a good time. Nice relaxing day at the field. Nice. Steve, are you gonna be away from the field this week? No, I will be at the field. I'm actually going to go over to Tampa Friday, be there Friday and Saturday, hang out Saturday night uh, with some people, and be back sometime either late Saturday night or early Sunday morning. Uh, there's a possibility I may maiden another helicopter on Sunday. I'm not 
I don't want to put it in concrete yet, but it could happen. Depends upon how much I get done. That's a whole other story. We'll we'll give an update. Or Kevin, you can give an update on next Tuesday. Isn't this weekend that that event you're going to do? Right. It is, but I got I got a couple of days, and I think I'm going to take off Thursday to mm. uh, do a little bit of as Ian would say, some wrenching, a little bit more wrenching. Mm. Nice. Yeah, I saw you're off on the schedule. Actually, you know what? Thursday Let me ask you, Steve. Since you're going to that competition and doing AMA, what rule sets are they using? Is it going to be the new ones for next year? From what Rich told me, mm-hmm. they're going to be using the proposed rules that are on so the, the AMA website right now. Exactly. Okay. Nice. Nice. One less hover maneuver. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. If I had my way, there'd be no hover maneuvers. No hovering. Be awesome. Yeah. You hover to just take off. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so, Kevin, hope to see you at the field on Sunday. Yes, sir. Kevin, I got to ask, did you actually uh, put something in your cart and push the buy button? Or are you just going to fly that 300? I'm just going to fly that 300. That's all that'll, I That'll needed. be good. That'll be good. You know, in the next couple of weeks, Kevin, you'll see me out there with some sort of an airplane as well. So I hope to see you soon with that. Okay. I hope to see you combat? soon with that. Uh, no, no combat. Steve, Steve Yoon, there cannot be any combat with planes. We've all been waiting too long to see this plane emerge <laughs> from the garage oh my god we, we can't have I told kevin today i got too much stuff in my garage so my goal is to take out a balsa airplane and crash it pretty quickly then i got a second balsa airplane that almost ready to fly crash it as well and combat. up we can't do combat kevin only has one airplane that'll be flyable until he moves all of his other stuff down from jersey i'm sure he can slap together a flight test plane pretty quickly yeah Good. That's true. Ooh, another vegan combat. Could definitely do another plane. Mm-hmm. But that probably won't happen until I see a plane emerge from the Shaw residence. Mm. Residential right. garage I there. Holding my breath. Uh, no. We'll see it, man. I guarantee you'll be seeing it. I'm taking a bunch of days off in uh, November and December. Because I got a bunch of annual days I got to lose up. I'm, I'm I hop, skip, and a jump away from being retired and a lot more time to fly and, and build, I might say. Listeners, can you understand why halfway through the journey I had the door handle in my hand and was ready to jump out? <laughs> can you feel my pain? <laughs> I want to jump out right now. There was a few times where if uh, this conversation was taking place on an airplane, I would have got up and walked out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. Poor Steve. He's <laughs> all right. All right. Who's next? Somebody else. Uh, I can go next. Um, on top of me picking up more shifts, um, going to be working. Um, I'm actually going to be doing some flying on Thursday after I pick up the kids from school. Going to go up north and fly at the Rogue Field. Since I got some nitro, I'm going to go ahead and put some flights in on the nitro. Um, charge up a f- few packs for the 470 and just kind of go to town on them and shake out the cobwebs a little bit. And, uh, of course, continue working like crazy. And I'll be on Discord as always. All right. All right, cool. Mm-hmm. So is it me next? I'm not going to be doing anything in the hobby whatsoever. Oh, man. Got to get his work done. Got to get some work done. 
and get that, okay. get those crops in so I can dick around all winter in the hobby. Get, get them crops in. Come on down to Florida, man. Come on down. I might come to Florida for a day or two or 12. Building sessions. I, I, might, I might come down for a day or two till Kevin kicks me out. Yeah. Of the state of Florida. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, I, now I'm a northerner compared to him. So, mm. you know. no, I, th- I thought the Mason-Dixon line was Carolinas to... It is, but I'm north, and you know how it is. You're not north of the Virginia state line? No. I'm still a southerner, but from your perspective, I'm from the north, so I I didn't know, you know, how serious you're going to get with this shit and kick me out. Cocoa Beach is north from from my perspective. (laughs) Yeah. No, you don't have to go home. You just can't stay here. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got a place for you, Andy. I crash a few more planes and build helicopters. You can stay in my garage, man. I got plenty of space. All right, sounds good. There you go. <laughs> Just park that camper and stay in your garage. You have all your helis will be done in like two days. That's right. I'm waiting for the abbreviated letter, Andy. No, sorry, that's going to be Steve's responsibility. Abbreviated <laughs> letter. Never mind. You'll get it soon. Just hang in there. <laughs> okay. All right. What about you, Steve, Florida man? What you got going on next? I, I said build, man. Build, build, Just build. 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 I know y'all missed that. Let me talk about it again. I got airplanes. Yeah. I got helicopters that are almost finished. And uh, you're going to see a marked improvement in me and my participation in the hobby over the next couple of months. Okay. All right. Yeah, buddy. Okay. I want to expect to see some either a gasser. Or, I don't know, one of your other helicopters. All that. Out on table yeah, all that. Absolutely. At RCHO. Oh, now you're pushing mm. it. But, yeah, I'll, mm. I'll, I'll, I'll have some. Mm. I don't want to find my gasper there because I heard the field is about as big as a postage stamp. Yeah, <laughs> but at the very least, you know, the cold air is going to be real good for that gasser. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, yeah. That's a good per- point. It'll purr like a kid. He's kitten. not going to have that ready. It's no. like two oh weeks, gosh. guys. Here we go, Andy. Andy, my gosh, man. If you had the recording, I'd say push that button now. Well, okay. I'm just saying you got to break it in and all that. <laughs> yeah. Just try to get a yeah, crack and go on. How's that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Before they discontinue it. Working on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> try and get the gasser going before people are like, there's no, we don't have any more gas. We're not. Okay. Everything's electric now. Yeah. Everything's electric now. <laughs> Freaking Shit. oil fields dried up before he gets it going. All right. All right. All right. Let's move it on. We got any listener pipeline? Mm, yes. We have listener pipelines. Pipelines. Ooh, Lots of yeah. them. Okay. <laughs> Let's uh, get them queued up. I got to figure out where we left off. And I was not paying attention. Pipelines. Running through my mind. (laughs) Oh, sorry. Was I muted? Hey, Free Falker. Stephen Hooper here. Hey, I got a little possible fix for the uh, Revelectrix chargers. The... uh, Touch Series 2. I had ordered a uh, Dual Power Lab 8 from Rev Electrics this past summer 
when they started shipping them out to people that had pre-ordered and I got mine right before they closed their doors and uh, I had managed to get one that was defective well I guess a lot of people did I don't know what happened to his phone sitting here for a while and this evening I decided to take it apart see how it looks and I discovered that uh, you could unplug the uh, chargers from the built-in bump controller and uh, I plugged them into a regular bump controller that I had sitting here when I was working on making a case for two old power lab sixes of uh, like a bump controller into. And uh, lo and behold, that uh, with the new bump controller hooked up, why well, uh, the charger works now. So if anybody else is sitting on a power lab, you know the Revelectric's power lab series two. Charger that's not working. Why? Maybe they could try plugging it into a, another bump controller, and hopefully they can get their chargers going too. Like I was able to get mine working. All right, I just thought I'd throw it out there so other people might be able to try it. Yeah, thanks, Stephen. Uh, awesome. Something happened to his yeah, phone. Thanks. I don't know if you guys could hear it, but he was saying yeah. he uh, the. Rev Electric's charger with the bump controller built in. He was able mm -hmm. to take it apart, unplug it from that bump controller, and plug it into a, a standalone one, and everything worked. Like he mm. had one that would had quit working, was giving problems. So he's okay. saying you might try that. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah. Good tip. Thanks, Stephen. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks. All right. Hey, free fall guys. Where the hell are you guys at? The only person here is Ian yeah, and all these assholes. a lot of feedback. Hey. Well, I'm on. I'm using the computer and my stereo for. Oh, this is great. He called um, us from his phone while he's on Discord, Discord with his phone. I'm using my, the system that I use when I, you know, uh, yeah. That's damn. And uh, yeah. I had the phone on speaker, but I'm trying to think how I could make get the phone to pick up both speakers and the microphone you know, and send out to the microphone without feedback. Hey, all you guys say hi. 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 Hey. <laughs> What's up? I'm going to hang up. Yeah, this is why nobody gets on Discord. Anymore. Yeah, this is exactly right. Yeah. Good why would I come and join this? That's the Canadian version. The flyers right now. 4 2, Vancouver. Uh, so just having a blast at Discord night. Where are you, Andy, Steve, and Kevin? Ian's here. He's the only one. Hey, I'm here. He may not. Where are you all at? He may not. I'm here. The Facebook Why weren't you guys at the event? Why was no one from Telegram besides Rich? Yeah, yeah that's true. Huh? Cliff. Podcast. Cliff. Ian's the only guy here. Man. <laughs> Yeah, it's like half of them. Uh, it's the wrenching with Ian on Discord. <laughs> well, I know why the rest of them weren't there. Well, I'm, I'm not beside uh, you. Uh, eh. But oh, the other man. one. The other two. And there you have it. Yeah. Just having fun here. He's having fun, he says. All right. Could have threw down at the throwdown. Mm-hmm. Hello? Brizzle's free fall guys on the podcast from this Discord thing. Say hi, Discord. 
Not sure if you heard that, but we'll find out when uh, the next podcast comes out, I guess. Bye! Bye! Sounds like a fraternity party. <laughs> it pretty much Darren, was. <laughs> why did you let them pull you down into the to their level? Mm. I had more respect for you. <laughs> hey, guys. Uh, so in regards to Ian's uh, tech tip or wrenching with Ian thing, um, a few notes here uh, that I came up with. So Ian was talking about uh, if you have, you know, check for shafts for up and down play. Uh, for certain models, if you don't have like a, like a collar where you can, you know, loosen it, push it down to get the slap, the flop out and then tighten it up, uh, you know, you obviously you want to shim it. Um, a good place to get shims, there's a, an assortment package that Hobby King sells. Uh, they have two different sizes, one for like those uh, 10 millimeter shafts. Um, and, and larger up to, I think, 15 mil. And then, of course, they have the smaller kit for the smaller models. Uh, so, yeah, that's the sh- uh, shimming your, your main shafts, uh, would, is definitely <laughs> recommended. Uh, another thing is to inspect all of the rotating shafts in the model. Uh, and also where it rests around the, uh, radial bearings. Uh, make sure that the shaft isn't spinning in the bearing. Because I've had that happen where if you have a bench, because especially if the bearing's bad, uh, the shaft can start spinning in the bearing. And that could wear out material on the shaft, which will cause even more play. So I've had that happen where, uh, it was my Logo 600, the tail shaft, it sort of it starts spinning inside the bearing. When I, when, I, when I went to pull it apart to check it for me, just to check bearings, I noticed the shaft was worn out significantly. You had up and down, or it was um, not up and down. Like if you turn the tail vertical, it would be side to side. There we go. Uh, not in and out play, more of side to side play because the the shaft was worn out. So you want to check you you want to check that frequently, uh, so you don't have uh, you know parts like shafts wearing out uh, that can be a serious issue in the air uh, I got you don't want to wear out your shaft I have left on this message so I will send another call well, great another can't call. wait <laughs> back in the old days though we used to actually lock tight the bearing to the shaft mm-hmm. uh-huh. once upon a time okay Absolutely. here we can hear Shaggy talk more about checking his shaft Part two. Hey guys. So the rest I have here is. <laughs> <laughs> I think he must have dropped his shaft somehow. Oh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> uh, another thing to check is not find in and out play on your blade grips. Uh, in and out. And tail. The shaft in and out is. I have had that come loose on multiple different models, even though it's locked tight. Uh, it, it's, it's like now is my pre-flight uh, checklist is to check the in and out play on your on your blade grips. I've had it happen to my 600 Nitro. I've had it happen to my E7SE, which I haven't taken the head apart in about a year. Flying it, no problem. During competition, I noticed my head. I had head play, in and out play. 
Uh, I had it on the raw. <laughs> so <laughs> even though the screws are locked headed, he's got a new girlfriend. And, roll, and an outplay uh, is really critical. I've been waiting for all of that. So typical 700 size helicopters, it's recommended to use 90 inch pounds of torque to tighten those spindle uh, the spindle bolts. Uh, you know, even locked headed, you want to use at least 90 pounds. Uh, a torque driver obviously is suitable for that to get exactly 90 pounds. Don't use T-handle wrenches, as Monty told me. Uh, you are not applying enough force on those bolts, and that's, that's mainly the reason why you can give them to back out. 90 inch pounds of force is recommended for these. That doesn't sound like pounds. enough. That's not no. enough. Um, 90 inch pounds or, is nothing. You know, Ignore just under that. two micro uggaduggas, you know. For the mechanic terms, but to loosen them, yeah, you're you're definitely going to need something way more stronger than a um than your four millimeter or five millimeter hex drivers. Yeah, you're going to need something a little bigger. So definitely, uh, something you know, the holder on one side and then a uh, you know a ratchet uh, driver on the other to loosen it up. That's all I got. Other than that, Ian did a good job. Talk to you guys later. Bye. Thanks, Shaggy. Thanks. Very interesting. I would have to look it up, but 90 inch pounds doesn't sound like enough to me. That's not very tight. Yeah. Maybe it meant 900 inch pounds. (laughs) All right, that's all the voicemails. He's got raw head play. Mm-hmm. In and out, <laughs> discovered. In and out, just tip. in and out. Oh, yep. Mm-hmm. It's, oh my god! It's happened more lube is necessary. More lube. It's happened on a couple of models. He said. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. good to see he's getting around though. Yes. He's growing. So is that it? Profile. That is it. <laughs> is that it? Thank That's God. It. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> No, is there any sure. sort of uh, written documents from anybody? I'm not sure. Written documents? We haven't we'll we haven't gotten we'll to that. Shut up, yeah. Steve. Oh, excuse me. Yet. Sorry. Sorry. Ah, sorry. Sorry. down. That's out of line. Out of order. <laughs> Damn it, Steve. All right. Is that it for listener pipeline? <laughs> that is it. <laughs> All right. And before we wrap it up, I want to give a huge shout out to Steve Shaw for coming on the show and taking the time to share his experiences at the Queen City Throwdown. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks so much, guys. It's been a a special treat for me. Definitely special. Thanks for everything y'all do in the podcast. I might want to say the last show was a little bit of a real heart-pulling, tear-jerking, very compassionate uh, concern that you guys might not even make it to episode 300. But all of us listeners, me too, Hundreds of thousands of people out there. We uh, we hope y'all can get all the way through to episode 400. We're excited about it. Oh damn, we got to go to 400 now. Jeez. Damn, I'm done. Yeah, <laughs> just quit now. Yeah, I quit, quit while we're ahead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay, let's wrap it up. Facebook Live. Sorry, Javier. I tried. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, man. Facebook likes. We are 1,377. That's plus one this week. And we got oh, interesting name. Willie Wines. Thank you, Willie. Willie, Willie Wines. Wines. 
Yeah. I was thinking right. cousin of Willy Wonka. Mm. I don't know. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Seldom do I make any is sense. Is he related to Darren or is that Weens? It's about the same. So it might be Weens. Might be Willy Weens. Hmm. We'll see. Uh, Facebook comments. What do we got? Uh, we have some comments from some videos that were posted and some pictures that were posted from the Queen City throwdown. But I'm going to go back to episode 297. Our thoughts is out. Uh, and we're, I'm going to read a few comments from, from there. If I would. If I can find the comments. Uh, looks like Bill Anthony was commenting quite a bit. And he said, hey, guys, we, the listeners, should contribute ideas to help you out, exclamation point, one, exclamation point. A great idea I had was, is episode dedicated to crashes, two exclamation points. For example, what was your first crash? What was your scariest crash? What was your most embarrassing crash? What was your first crash due to mechanical failure? You get the drip, the drift. We'll try to think of more ideas. And Steve Shaw is killing it with those phone calls. Three exclamation points. <laughs> Thank um, you, Bill. You're awesome, man. I appreciate that. And it looked like Kevin McGrady from Hellyhead said, William Anthony uh, sounds good. We will take this and run with it. Oh, no, that was first. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. That was Steve. Yeah, I was making a little joke there. Nobody got. Nope. Um. Bill Anthony, William Anthony, Bill Ann also commented, you guys have been killing it for years. Every show is great. I have 500 videos on my channel. Subscribe to Bill Ann. It's a lot of work, but your dedication three hours uh, each week plus editing is a true dedication to the hobby. Thank you. Guys. Thanks for all you guys do. Thanks, Bill. Yeah. 500 videos. That's a lot. Well, yeah. That's a lot of work. That's a shit ton of videos. Yeah. And audio is only like 10% of the time that video takes. I mean, jeez. Mm -hmm. So thanks to all you do, Bill. Justin Wyatt said, I would love to hear where are they now with the RCHN crew. Yeah, so would we. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've listened to Dan and Nick episodes, but that was a while ago. Interviews are always great. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, they're or out maybe... of the hobby, so, I mean, you know, we can I'm... try to reach out to them, but... Right. Yeah. And we've tried. We have tried on several occasions to get them all on show. Mm -hmm. And if not all at one time, I know Steve's tried a lot to mm -hmm. get them all on show. Uh, come on whenever yeah. they can. You know, we've tried to make arrangements in our schedule to whenever they can do it, you know. So we've tried. Um, but sometimes it's just not in the cards and, you know, they, they got lives and I get it. Yeah. Uh, he says, I don't know. I may be in the minority, but I like the Miata stories, the drama with Home Depot appliances, driving an hour <laughs> to push a button while on call, thrash metal band stories, <laughs> corn and beans, and even wrenching on the Jeep. <laughs> <laughs> he says, uh, podcasts are weird. I don't, I don't know you guys, but I've listened to several hundred hours of you guys talking over the last few months. I feel like I do know you guys. I've had pretty horrible summer dealing with deaths and, and loss, and it's been happy to have you guys in my ears. I just want to escape when you guys were doing. Uh, I was just one trying to escape. Uh, um, you guys were there during the worst of it. Thank you for making the podcast. Oh, sorry to hear that, Justin. But yeah. Uh, yeah, glad you could 
listen to yeah. our. Hopefully, we could make you laugh a little bit. Forget some yeah. of your stuff. Yeah. Thank you for the the comments. Yeah, uh, definitely. Sure. Yeah, thank you. Tim Tideback said, inching my way through episodes, uh, just caught up. I might actually get there by 300, which is what he said at the fun fly also. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And it's just great to hear, you know, <laughs> when he talks about some of the episodes he just recently listened to and, you know, cause uh, it's, it's impossible for you to remember every word that you've said over, you know, almost 300 episodes. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's pretty cool. Cause you know, it mm-hmm. brings back memories. Sure. Yep. Kyle Spiels. I think that's how you pronounce that said as far as maintenance go, what I recommend for a gaster heli, if I plan on storing it, Oh, what is recommended for a gaster heli? If I plan on storing it from now until probably April, hmm. you guys deal with that. Yeah. I don't know. Cause I use camper I, fuel. So I don't know if like I have to do any prep yeah, to carb. If you got gas in there. I would definitely try to get it out. Drain it. Yeah. Then the problem you worry you run into is stuff dries out in the yeah. carburetor, your seals and everything. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure the best way to do that. Pour some camper mm-hmm. fuel in it and run it on that for a minute. Yeah. What about that stable stuff? Is that yeah. going to do damage or no? I don't know. That does it not help? I mean, maybe it'd be okay to keep it in there, but then like I would take it out and put regular gas yeah, in there. Yeah, good after, idea you know? to um, plug the exhaust for sure. Yes. And maybe yeah. even cover the air intake air somehow. Maybe mm-hmm. tr- try to keep moisture out. I don't yeah. know if they have, they might have some type of after run kind of an oil that you could put mm-hmm. in a gas engine that they use on the, the, our, the, the trucks and cars and stuff. Yeah. Like the Baja's and stuff. I'm not really sure. Stuff. Yeah. I'm not sure. Well, I, I don't do Mark. anything to mine. I just kind of leave it setting and. If it's a couple months, it seems to be fine. Yeah, yeah, same. I don't know how long my uh, my gasser except sat for like a for year, a, except for a year, and it's like brruh, brruh, brruh. <laughs> yes, yeah, right so up. I but, but I do use camper fuel, so it is different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that would be the only thing. If you're not using camper fuel, it might be worth the uh, twelve bucks or whatever to get a gallon, just run some through it. Yeah, so you don't have to worry back. about the the gas, the yep. ethanol in your gasoline, screwing yeah. up your seals and uh, drawing water moisture, which it will do. Okay. And then Darren Ankeny wrapped up all the comments by saying, and then I got a job at the drugstore. <laughs> and he, he, I know exactly where he was going. And then I got a job keeping people from hanging out in front of the drugstore. Mm-hmm. All right. Nice. Thank mm-hmm. you, Darren. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. Is that, do we have more or do we move to listener posts? Well, you can go to listener posts. I mean, there's a couple of posts we made with uh, pictures from the Queen City throwdown and, mm-hmm. and some video that you took of the the three-way tandem that the BK Hobbies guys did, and there's a video of Andy and I doing an Oxy-5 tandem. Mm-hmm. And then there's a nice meme, nice friendly meme that Ian posted uh, that I'm sure will offend many. <laughs> um, Who and nowhere on the free... be offended by that? 
Nowhere in the freefall RC constitution does it say you have a right not to be offended. So if you don't like it, just put us on hide for 30 days. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I don't know who could be offended by this, but maybe, I don't know. maybe I'm weird. An infant? <laughs> yeah, but who gives a shit what they think? Or the heliheads? <laughs> who gives yeah, a shit what they who think? Who gives a shit what they think? <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> What's next? Love you guys. Love you guys. <laughs> uh, let's see here. So yeah, let's 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 go to the listener post. What do we got? Okay. We got any listener posts? Oh, I don't know. Was I supposed to be looking? Hmm. Think so. Mm. I'll look. Yeah, okay. Here's some. Uh, Justin White. Uh. Steve. It's like a roots fun fly, Kevin. Was LeVar Burton there? You made me spit out my kettle. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's the quotes from some yeah, episode in the past mm-hmm. at some point. Oh. Jeez. Oh, uh, Shit. <laughs> oh. All right. Is that it? Let's move it on to website comments. I think we have one. Oh yeah, we got one from Mr. Javier from last week that I didn't do. Mm-hmm. Biblical proportions. Yeah. So I'm gonna give the Cliff Hey uh, notes of this version <laughs> of this email. <laughs> Please do. I can't read this much. I'd be yeah. This is I'd too much, dead. and I, I did I did kind of speed read it. So <clears> I'm gonna give you the the short version. So so basically, he writes in and he says, um, you know, he has lost. Two helicopters, but both times were recovered. So he's not sure if he's spoken about this, but he's going to let us know. So the first time was his Blade 200 SRX. He was flying. Augusta wind blew it away. He said bye-bye to it. He lost signal, and it was gone. Um, he wrote, he, he, he designed or wrote a flyer, like a lost dog or lost cat flyer, uh-huh. or a lost helicopter flyer. And he kind of spread it around the neighborhood, and he got known to be the helicopter guy. Did you put his phone number on the bottom on tear-off tabs? <laughs> yeah, right. I don't know. He doesn't go into about that. It was but a lost helicopter. Not guitar lessons. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, <laughs> um, you know, after some time, he did get a phone call, and he did get the helicopter back. It landed in someone's backyard, you know. Um, so they saw it, and, and they got it back to him. Uh, the second time, which I don't – reading this email, I don't actually consider this a lost helicopter, but a crashed helicopter. Um, he was flying his Garmin 500. He was uh, doing some backwards flying circuits, and he lost it on his left side. And it kind of was like gone. Like, you know, he flew too far away. But it's not that he flew too far away and didn't like lost it. He kind of like lost – you know, it basically um, disconnected from his radio – Fail safe, fell out of the air. He walked towards it and, you know, he found it in a bush and found it. So um, the, the 200 SRX wasn't that bad. You know, I'm sure that the, the 500 was a bit more, you know, um, damage to it. But he said it was pretty much intact. It was like some blades and some servo horns and stuff. Um, but yeah, that was the cliff notes of it. Well so done, maybe. Steve. <laughs> 
Maybe Javier should be on the Houdini podcast the way he's making shit disappear. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. That sucks, oh, though. Dang. Yeah, it sucks, but at least he recovered it. And, you know. Yeah. I mean, that's, I don't know. Javier, you're not the that's, only one to retrieve helicopter from a tree. Yeah. But that's some I persistence just, to, like, build a flyer, send it out, like, you know. Yeah. You know, for a 200 SRX. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. He says he still has that helicopter, and it's, it's, I don't know why he calls it a shelf queen. I mean, it's on the shelf. I don't know if it's a queen, but, you know, it's on the shelf. So I want to know if he still has flyers left. Ooh, that would be Let's interesting as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, what do we have next? Do we have anything else from, I don't think we have any other emails, do we? I think that was it. No. Yeah. All right, let's move it on to people Podbean. Oh, boy. knew you were going to Podbean. I still haven't opened it up. Even though I knew you were going there. All right, real quick while you're looking for that. So I was looking up the uh, torque values for metric fasteners. Okay. okay. And looks like the spindle bolts on most 700s are an M6. Mm-hmm. And if it's a class 10.9, that would be between 99.8 and 133 inch pounds. Oh, they're so probably close. class 12.9. Most socket head cap screws are if they're good quality. And that'd be 116 to 155, depending okay. on the, the fit and stuff. So he was right. It is inch pounds, which didn't sound like enough, but mm-hmm. that's probably correct. So just wanted to, just wanted to correct myself for getting that wrong. Maybe you're thinking foot pounds or something. Well, I, I just, thought it'd be I just tightened something to sixty inch pounds like yesterday, and that I, it was not much. Like that's like high with your finger, <laughs> yeah, ratchet. It's not much at all. So I was thinking ninety doesn't sound like enough, but I guess it's probably decent. Maybe finger I, tight. I still don't think that's enough, but that's what the the chart says. Yeah, I mean, I'm not strong or anything, but I just, I, like, tighten them down as hard as I can until my, like, arms are shaking. I mean, for reference, Kevin, 90 inch pounds is 7.5 foot pounds. So if you that's had nothing. a ratchet that was one yeah, foot that's long, nothing. that's seven pounds force on it. That's not yeah, a lot. That, no. That's nothing. My philosophy has always been if it won't go force it, if it breaks, it should have been replaced anyway. Exactly, yeah. yeah. I go as tight as I can do it. When it comes to torque... You go just before it strips out. Right. If you, if it strips, you've gone too far. Right. And, of course, I'm joking. That's not how you really torque things, but whatever. No. Yeah. Right. Okay. All right. So, Podbean, we had Mr. Tim Tideback, who's still liking episodes, and we appreciate him doing doing so. And uh, so the couple things that happened was he liked episode 272, Feast On, and 289, Ryan's World. So thanks, Tim. Nice. Once again, it was great to talk to him at the event this past great weekend. Dude. Yeah, yeah. I got to help him out, too, as well. So, yeah. Yeah, cool awesome. guy. Mm-hmm. Good dude. Yep. For sure. Yeah, and he helped me out, too. <laughs> I got to my hotel. And, you know, I got there probably around, like, 1230. I didn't know that the front desk closes at 9 o'clock. <laughs> so 
So I'm like, uh, how do, do I check in? And they're like, oh, there's a number, call them. We had to do the same thing the other night. I was like, okay, cool. And I got the, the on-call person come down and check me in. So got to give it out to Tim and Sherry for uh, hooking that up. <laughs> nice. Oh, yeah. I thought you were going to say you locked yourself out in your bathrobe or something. Oh. <laughs> 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 All right. Um, is that it? Should we do pod bean comments? Do yes. it. All right. Tim Tyraback, six days ago, says, episode 273, Road to Spring Fling. Quote, I hate each and every one of you. Unquote. <laughs> shaggy. That was a shaggy Dude. Parker quote. That voicemail was hysterical. Good thing he's such a good sport about everything. Another great show. Thanks, guys. Shaggy is a good sport. Oh, for he sure. Really is. Yeah. For all the stuff that we, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not we even we, everyone. Time, yeah. But he's a good sport. Mm-hmm. For sure. The Absolutely. people that aren't good sports are the people we no longer hear about anymore. Or we don't talk to anymore. Pretty yeah. much. Yeah. All right. Tim Tatterback, five days ago, says, always thought the brand fan was a bit particular. Kind of neat to hear the background stuff. Uh, I've always liked KDE Motors, so I would be interested to try one of these Eagle Drifts out. Um, very informative, so. That was talking about the episode with Vincent of the Ego mm-hmm. Drift. Yeah. Yep. Uh, all right. And Sherry Nichols 73 Sherry wrote, I want to thank Tim Tiderback for introducing me to RC Heli Flying. I've met so many nice people and listening to the Free Fall, RC, uh, Free Fall podcast, learning about the different models of helis has been really awesome. Keep up the good work, guys. Love the podcast. Oh, mm-hmm. Thanks, Sherry. Thanks, Sherry. Thanks, Sherry. Thanks. Um, Gray Eagle Jr. Nintendo Wee and Joel. That's it. Oh, Wee and Joel. Wee and Joel, like Nintendo, Nintendo Wee. Wee and Joel. Wee, I, and Joel. All right. And then Tim Tyler by four days ago says, thanks for my birthday wishes, guys. It was one of the most memorable events, even if there was just a handful of people who could make it. Yeah, that was a good time. Uh, let's see here. And then Tim again. One day ago says on episode 287, FOMO and Urcha predictions. Although it was probably probably rough for Ian, I give kudos for getting it done anyways. Good job. I can only imagine how tough it must be to do these shows, but they take my mind. Uh, wait, they, sorry, I can't read anymore. But they take, make my. I don't think you wrote it correctly. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, let's just say it must be, yeah, must be to do, but they make my drive enjoyable. Uh, thanks again, guys. Awesome, Tim. Thank you, and yeah. thank you for listening thanks, and, and all your, you know. You know. I, I, I will say it wasn't easy being Steve, so, you know, kudos to Steve for what he does. Um, yeah, that was a pretty good episode. I, we threw it together, so yeah. glad you enjoyed mm-hmm. it. Yeah. All right. iTunes reviews. I did not see anything new on iTunes. Nothing new on iTunes. Mm. Oh, man. All right. So drop us an iTunes review. We'll read it on the next episode. Email us at freefarcy at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash freefarcy podcast. Yeah. Eventually, we'll get the webpage uh, updated. Still waiting for some content from these other hosts here. 
Um, say hi to Chris if you want to. Hey, Chris. Yeah. Hi, Chris. Uh, let's see here. Flight test forums, off the field, audio and video production, other than flight test podcast, free forcey podcast. Say hi to David Hill, a.k.a. Hill to Flyer. Hi, Dave. Hi, Dave. Hi, Dave Jill. Fellow podcasters, we got the Heliheads podcast. Heliheads is uh, Mevin Kakrady, Tanduriak, Got Scram, and Style Casey. And Maynard. Are you having a stroke? I love it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> All right. What about the Telerotor podcast? Telerotor podcast is uh, two mics, a Rich and a Robert, and a Cliff. Hi. <laughs> okay. Skids it. Skids up with Frank Javier. And Paul. And ready down under. That's with Ozzy Mozzy and Jeff. Houdini RC Heli Podcast. Rich and Kenny. Yeah, I think so. Uh, RC Roundtable. That's with Lee, Terry, and Fitz. RC, yeah. RC After Hours. That's with Andre Rousseau. Mm-hmm. Park Flyer Podcast. Park Flyer Podcast with two mics and a J. Yep. RC Plane Lab. With Ron and Tom on the fives. Uh-huh. On the fives, nice. <laughs> on the like fives. Yeah. Uh, all things that fly. That's with Lucian Miller and Moose. And then make sure you check out Bill Ann's YouTube channel. Check out Bill Ann. Do it now. No. Oh, by the way. Do it now. By the way, when Kevin went up to go pick up his prize at the raffle table. <laughs> <laughs> he just busted out with Arnold, and that was freaking solid gold right there. That was, awesome. that was all Scott Graham. Mm. Like he will not let me even come up and talk to him without doing Arnold. Like he'll be, <laughs> he says to me, "Wrong voice." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was all Scott awesome. Graham. But that was oh, fun. That was yeah. cool. That was so fun. All right, thanks to our listeners, we are Skies, and we'll see you next time. See ya. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. See you still wake up. Goodbye. See you. He was quiet for a little bit. I thought maybe that he was on mute and working on some helicopters. I thought he fell back in that whale again. (laughs) (laughs) What the hell happened to you? I thought you were taking a shit or something in the bathroom. Yeah, yeah, could have been. I won't talk about it. Audio got really (laughs) weird there for a while. It's been fun, though, and you guys really, I know it, it takes a lot of time. I'm amazed about how much time you guys spend putting this all together. And, uh, man, I sure appreciate it. Uh, I look forward to hearing you every single week. Maybe some weeks if we could do two shows, that would be terrific. Mm. We might have oh, to say man. we will not release another show until Steve show, oh. shows up with another <laughs> helicopter. Yeah. That yeah. might give you a break. That might give you a little uh, bit of a break. I mean, that would be like a year or so. No, like, no, no way. Man, I like that mm-hmm. idea. Not hey guys, guys, I'll, no, I'll go ahead and step off, guys. Uh, I've enjoyed it. You guys have a great night. I'll be looking forward to uh, hearing what you've got for the future, uh, 300 and beyond. If you need anything at all to help with 300 put together, let me know. If uh, And if there's ever a time that like a donation or something would help out, uh, I'll be happy to chip in for something too. So with that said, you guys have a great night. I'll talk awesome. to you again.
Thanks, Steve. Hey, thanks, thanks, Steve. Steve. See you. Bye. Bye, Steve. How do you how do you sign off of this? I think this might do it. No, I don't know. That didn't do it. What the heck? I can no. just kick you out. Yeah, just kick. No, I got it now. This that did it. Okay. No, it didn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> oh my god. I don't know how we missed that exit. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Only if you got something to show us we want to see, and it doesn't sound like you do right now. <laughs> no. We don't want to see any of what's going on over yeah. here. Oh, man. Well, thank you. Mm-mm-mm. Maybe though. Hey. Cliff's not here now. <laughs> yeah, I'm in the Jeep at the moment. I had to run down the street and grab my laundry real quick. Oh, those Jeep guys. Oh, no. When, when are you going to be home? Like five minutes. Okay. The show's gonna be half over by then. It's already five minutes after recording time. Yeah, the boss gets pulled at eight o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you know that, dude? Yeah, and you say it's not like I was sick or anything, <laughs> but on the way back, Tesh and I both had a little bit of a sore throat. He called in sick today, uh, or yesterday, and, and I think it went in today. So, and I thought about it, so I'll call in sick tomorrow. Should be my turn. Yeah. You're spreading the COVID around. It was wonderful. Feeling awesome. it was the one day COVID. It was Monday COVID. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just a Monday COVID. Yeah. That's it. Eh, I don't want to just call it a fun fly name. How about the King mm. of Queens? The King of Queens. How about Long Winded with Steve Shaw? <laughs> Long Winded. I, I don't get it. Uh, how about Sunny, uh, I don't know, Sunny, like, Sunny South Side of, uh, Florida, treasure, Florida Man uh, Visits a Fun Fly. Beautiful Treasure Coast Part 2. I was gonna say, Shawtacular Weekend. Shawscapades and beyond. <laughs> nah, that's stupid. Sunny South Charlotte. That's stupid. Ian's an idiot. I mean, sorry. South Charlotte. <laughs> yeah, sunny South Charlotte. <laughs> yeah. The concourse of. <laughs> and also, the I'm. The price I'm even dropped seven hundred dollars. I've never bought a TV yeah. that costs more than seven hundred dollars. <laughs> no. <laughs> never mind. Sorry, I won't talk to you about Damn. it. Any. I never used to buy a car that cost more than seven hundred dollars. <laughs> the sixty-five inch TV that I just bought cost me like like five and a half thousand dollars. No, it was like five hundred and fifty bucks by the time I was done paying for it. Who says five and a half for five hundred and fifty? <laughs> yeah, what the fuck is wrong with you? Kansas City, I, man, Kansas yeah. City. Um, yeah, I live in Missouri. I'm an idiot. 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 Oh my god. <laughs> Fuck off, Damn, man. he is. Let me have it. It was point five fifty five hundred dollars. Fifty five hundred pennies. Yeah, oh I paid fifty thousand five hundred pennies. <laughs> oh good lord. <laughs> Took me seven thousand three hundred and twenty-four seconds to get it home. <laughs> <laughs> shit, it still fit in the jeep. Oh shit! 
<laughs> Where is George? Is he going to be here tonight, guys? I'm here to really talk to George. I don't think he's going to be here. No? No. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Next year. It's a long story. It might have been one, the only wrong turn of the whole weekend. Oh, God. You better look out the window for lightning. Hey, at that we can call that story <laughs> a few wrong turns on the way to Charlotte. Because <laughs> he thought he had a semi behind him and he went through the way station. Oh, my God. What? And then he pulled into the trucker exit to the welcome center and we had to park like a million miles away. You drove Where through you a way station? Why would you do Literally, that? we parked in Georgia <laughs> to go Where to the Florida the welcome station. No. Because it doesn't populate the folder anymore. But I mean, the thing, the, soft, the, the thing. software, I when think? you open the app, says whether it's working or not, right? Well, yeah, but I saw that every time. Oh, okay. And then I would go to go in to actually confirm that it was I populating. See. Okay. No. You know that other thing? You know, when thing. you open up that thing yeah. and you see that I one never, thing? I never went to the folder thing and looked at the thing. I just assumed that yeah. the thing was doing what the thing is supposed to do. This probably means nothing, but at the very top left-hand corner said Steve Yoon is recording the call. So uh, that yeah, may so be a clue. Anything you say can and will be used against you. Used against you. <laughs> Trust me. And the way I, I edit, maybe down. even something you didn't say <laughs> can be used against you. <laughs> No, that's Mike. <laughs> that's Can I ask a question about about my golf cart at Urcha for? No, never mind, never mind, never mind.